testing, one, two, three. This is Brett. I'm currently making almond butter in my mouth. Do you want some? A little under 50. She's rapid and she's nifty. She'll do 150 on a windy day. A little under 50. Let the nitro and she'll shift me. Get me away from the garden any day. Buy and sell back in '92. A traveling man in a caravan says, This is the big for you. He was looking for a hundred, I gave him thirty-two. Took him for a spin out the kindergarten road and be got she fecking flow. Oh, my little under fifty, she's rapid and she's nifty. She'll do a hundred and fifty on a windy day. Did it work? Working and we're in the basement. Welcome to Portman Show. Ah, ah, yeah. Brett's here. Yeah. Ah. Four hundred and ninety shows. I mean, come on, right? An How show. many shows have we done? Over four hundred and ninety. What? I was pointing to where it says how many shows. Yeah, then I said over oh. because we've also done baseball shows. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my throat's going to hurt now tomorrow. Have a sip of LaCroix. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's great to be back in Butler. Holy shit, is it great to be here. Is it? Brett's been around so the world. My car, I get reunited with my car after oh, 20, uh, 16 days without you know, my car. I know the feeling. And I have to say, it's really nice to, to, to have you back here. Like, it's great. It's a great feeling to look over. Here I am. And, and, go. Just, and just look out and wow. see the CRV. Oh, back home. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about you. Like, you pulled in in the CRV, and I saw this hideous, sun-baked, paint-rusted, <laughs> dented... Did you see my smile? No, I just saw the car. I, sm- I drove into the driveway, and all the windows were up in the CRV, and I was the only one in it. And I went, there's my car! Oh, I went, there's my car! And then I smiled, a big, <laughs> cheesy smile, and Andrew looked at me, and he just kind of looked, and I honked at him. Son of a bitch! And he looks at me and walks indoors. <laughs> I mean, what a greeting. Well, I, I really felt good to see my car. Like, I, I can't believe that I have such strong feelings about this CRV. It is a peril. It, no. it is! Yeah. I think the color is pearl gold. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we could talk a little bit about that, but I don't want to talk about my trip. Oh. Okay. It was a huge success. Brett didn't go on a trip. Don't the best trip to New England. That's why you didn't want to talk about it. The best. Well, here's, I'm giving you what's called you an abstract. You can't talk about it. No, no, no. If no. you don't want to no, talk no, 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 about no, no. it, you this can't is called talk an about abstract. it. Brett didn't go anywhere. He <laughs> happened to drive a CRV from nowhere back here. I had the best trip to New Hampshire slash Maine ever. But he didn't have a trip. But <laughs> I or feel like one of the things that made it great was the accompaniment of uh, Miss Gabriella. Oh, and I, I would like... The accompaniment of a CRV, which you almost didn't even make it back in. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. We could talk a little bit about that part. But I don't think it would be right to, to review the whole just wildly successful and fun and and emotional trip well there's been without a lot her here i think we need to wait till she's on oh, the show again. okay well, yeah i think that would be right i mean just independent of that since we last sat in the studio the three of us and recorded together mm-hmm. i had two fucking trips to new hampshire i know yeah two yeah i oh, had a trip man, to michigan because that's how the crv got there well that's one of the ways and then i went back 
the CRV was there. Yeah. And I just drove to there and didn't even visit the CRV. <laughs> oh, poor CRV. I mean, I mentioned the race in the last episode, but I didn't really talk much about it. Find a river of oil if you forgot where you left it. <laughs> Follow the river of oil. Okay. Like breadcrumbs. Let's not blame the CRV for that. No. It Let's was explain Valvoline. this. This is insane. This is absolutely insane. Well, now nobody. Stop it. My headphones just went weird. <laughs> You're hitting the table and you <laughs> fucked up my setup. Let's move all the stuff on this table around by pounding on it with our fists. <laughs> Just see where it ends up. Yeah. God damn it. Everyone close their eyes. 20 good pounds, both hands. Let's see where we're at when we open them. Everything stayed in the same place. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Did it. I think it takes three of us. No one else is enthusiastic. So what's insane? What's, uh, what's the on, problem? Hang on, I got to fix my headphones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is a complaint about Valvoline. The service people? Yeah. Okay. So I'm driving around this CRV, and I'm, I'm I'm I got places to go. I got people to see. I got things to do. I'm a busy guy. And I thought, geez, I do a lot of things from the phone. You know what could happen while I'm on the phone? A lot of things. I do a lot of cleaning while I'm on the phone. A lot of laundry folding while I'm on the phone. Uh, I've been doing uh, some car cleaning too while I'm on the phone. And probably a month and a half ago, I thought, geez, I could go get an oil change while I'm on the phone. You can do so this. So I go to this place that does nothing but oil changes. Wait, you can't do this because they're always like, they're very uh, doing a performance at that place. They want you to know about everything that they're doing. Yeah. And I feel like it would be rude to just go, hey, no talking. Tell me when you need my credit card. I've been here before. Look me up. No right. talking. <laughs> no talking. No, and, no touching. And I've had experience at, the, at these places where they can't get the fucking oil cap off and I have to walk out and pickle jar strength it off. <laughs> and you know i like i like that i like that i can go do that like you do this all day and you can't do it but yet i'm the guy in this dinky little miata and i walk out and I've i fucking pickle jar strength twist off the oil cap okay i feel pretty good mm -hmm. anyway um then they show me the dipstick why are you showing and it me was the just dipstick? a mirror do you, how little confidence <laughs> 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 Play a drop that's like a celebration. You're a faggot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drew, don't say that. So they, they show you the dipstick and it's like, how, how much confidence do you not have? In what they're doing? In your super basic profession. Well, I think like they, there's only so many variables that could possibly enter your entire day. But I think they do it to prove that they did something because they'll do that, too. When they change out the they'll be like, here's the old oil filter. Here's the new. And then they go back underneath the car and put the old one back on. And you never know what's happening. Well, there's <laughs> that. And But even if they can somehow prove there's a new filter on. Uh -huh. Here's the thing. They don't like twist your ball sack as they're <laughs> twisting the oil filter on. I hope not. Right? I don't want that. Because I just That's changed. a service I didn't pay for. I just changed the oil in the Miata a uh -huh. few days ago. And the problem I How's encountered. How's your ball sack? Fucking it hurts because I had <laughs> to twist and writhe and, and articulate my arm in ways that it doesn't have joints for. Yeah. And use every bit of pickle jar strength I have to remove that fucking oil filter because a goddamn gorilla put it on. Yeah. You only have to do it like. Gorillas are good at Hand putting tight. on? No. No, they just have they do great it too strength. Much. Oh, okay. Too much twisty. Yeah. Too much torque. Like, I need, like, a 13-year-old girl to put an oil filter on. Mm -hmm. On the contrary, though, 
these same fucking people who over tighten the oil filter. There's only three things they ever have to tighten. There's an oil cap at the bottom. Uh, no cap. Well, I have the top filler cap. Okay, well, the cap like a hat. You've got the plug, drain plug, the yeah. plug, and the filter. Plugs on the bottom. They don't hesitate to fucking turn that goddamn cap way too far. Cap goes on your head. That's yeah. how you remember That's it's at the top. It's called cap. Plug goes in your butt. Yeah. That's how you remember it. It's <laughs> at the bottom. And the filter is, is like balls. dialysis. Yes. <laughs> so they don't hesitate to tighten the filter too much. But as we found out, the people at Valvoline did what, Brett? They didn't put it on put tight what enough. On? The oil plug. The plug. Fuck you then, you piece right. of shit. The, the very bottom of all the whole oil system. It's a pan. It's a drain pan, yeah. and there's a drain plug, and that's the one thing it's they the actually most use a tool for. Thing. It's the thing that they have leverage to tighten properly, mm-hmm. and they didn't tighten it properly. Mm. So the CRV was just spewing out oil. Was it? And because I look at it and I go, look at the CRV. It leaks <laughs> oil. Isn't that cute? Go, oh, it doesn't actually leak oil. Huh? Idiots make the CRV leak oil. You were like, oil. oh, it's leaking oil, and you went, wait a minute. No, I didn't. Brett found out. Oh, Brett? Yeah. Oh, what did you say? I when you had saw? that vehicle looked over by a couple of pros, not the kind of people you're dealing with at Valvoline. So, mm. I, I, I Donnie, do you guys know about Donnie from Alpha Cars? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's the coolest guy. And there was actually a. I, I took pictures. I don't think I sent them to you, Andrew. And I took a video where two of these master mechanics have the thing up. This, this, they just came from working on a Bentley. This is by a six hundred dollar car. This is a six hundred dollar car, man. I no, mean, no, estimate no, its value. Oh, I, I, if, I, if someone crashed into me and I got an insurance check, I'd probably get five grand. What, what, all right, how much could you sell it for? I could sell it for two grand. What? What? Really? Inflation, yeah. baby. Twenty five hundred, maybe. How with, much did I? With two hundred and sixty thousand miles, <laughs> how much did I pay for it? Z- Less. Yeah. <laughs> Less. You, how would you sell that for $2,000? I could sell the fucking hood and front fender on that thing for $1,500 probably. Do you know how much, how much cars are today? Yeah, cars yes. are really fucking yeah. nuts right under, now. Under normal conditions before all this shit happened. How in much 2019. You, yeah, how much? Oh, in 2019, <laughs> I could have sold it for probably 2000 It's a somewhat desirable car. You know what? Now that you say that, it really is. It's fucking. It's re- fucking awesome. Desirable. <laughs> the visibility on the highway. Oh, it's a greenhouse. Yeah, you're absolutely. Not, you're not used to that amount of visibility anymore. Old Hondas with their thin pillars, like you're fucked if you go upside down. But just don't go upside down, <laughs> and you're fine. Right. Like, yep. here's how. Here's how older don't do Hondas, any barrel rolls. No, here's how older Hondas are safer than newer Hondas. And the older Hondas, with their thin little pillars, you can see everything so you never end up upside down. But then they put thick pillars in there. That's how you end up upside down. So, of course, the pillars have to be thick. Yeah. If your plan is just not crash in the first place, then why do you care about how safe it is in a crash? Hmm. That's a fine point. So. The newest cars, are they just have like a little tank window. It's just like a little periscope. Yeah, pretty barely much. bigger than your eyeballs. Also, uh, I'm going to show you guys a photo real quick. This was, I was out for a walk maybe the night before last, and I am stopped on, um, what's it called? Riverview Avenue, which goes up to Observatory, uh, the Riverview Park, mm-hmm. where the observatory is in Pittsburgh here. And I see this thing parked on the car, uh, sidewalk, and I stop, and I said, who stole my car? 
and moved it down the street. <laughs> oh, look at another, that. And they put big CRV. fat tires on oh, it. Oh, wow. That one looks way better than yours. They unbondoed the fenders. I like that it's on a uh, jack stand. And they Why painted is it on jack stand? <laughs> ugliness on it. Yeah. And then I took a, the hood was black and I said, that's not, that's not the CRV I've been driving. <laughs> so so I, I drove it up to New Hampshire on July 20th. Sure. And when I drove it up, I drove 600 miles. I checked the oil. I paid attention to the gauges. This thing did great. I got to Nick's house. I parked it, hung out with Nick. The next morning, I wake up. I turn the CRV on, and a check engine light comes on. And I go, I'm sure it's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on with life. That's normal. So two days later, or a day later or something, I drop it off at Alpha Cars, park it. It's perfect. I empty it out. I make the bed in the passenger seat for you guys, and I give your brother the key. Yes. And I go, this thing has never been better. It is the perfect car. <laughs> There's not one thing wrong with it. It just made it the whole way here. No doubt it will make it the entire way back. It would be smart for Brett to do things like check the tire pressure, mm. check the fluids. Mm. But that's it. And then here's the trick how to open the door. Here's the trick how to open the back door. It does <laughs> I... leak water into the trunk a little bit. Ooh, I don't know where you're going with this, but I'd like to just jump in and preemptively say that all the problems that did occur with the car happened before I shifted it out of park. <laughs> Everything that was wrong happened before I grabbed the uh, steering Lever. column shifter and put it into drive. All oh. these problems. So you... Oh, How great boy. is a column shifter, too, by the way? <laughs> it frees up all the space. It's yeah, the it, yeah. Oh, there's lots of space. You can really stretch out. Mm. There's like an eight foot long, very skinny bed. You can drape a leg. Remember draping a leg? <laughs> How we talk about draping a leg in bed? Like out the window? No, no, no. Yeah, you no, put the, the uh, center console. It's it's not recommended because you have to drive with your non right foot. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the, like the left one. But uh, yeah, that's the non right. I mean, yeah, everybody's non-right. different. But yeah, so you put down the armrest in the driver's seat and then you drape a leg yeah. and there's no console. You can just swing your uh, foot. That's what Trump called his legs the right leg and the not right leg because he wouldn't call it left. Well, I mean, there were lots of things about it that was really good. <laughs> so basically, Gremlin showed up after you parked it and Brett showed up. Yeah, I guess so because just, just Brett arrives at the CRV. And I'm thinking, okay, this thing has always started for me. And in fact, I put a new battery in it. Like this thing a year ago or so had a battery that had negative 43% life left. Fuck. <laughs> and it still worked. I just remembered when I got here, I should have tried starting my car. So I put oh. I put a new battery in because it was starting to get a little weak. Yeah. And I put a new battery. I'm like, holy shit, this thing's going to run. It's going to outlive me. Another 20 years. Right. That's what I meant. It's going to outlive me. Mm. So there's a new battery. This thing's got a new used transmission. This thing's got an oil change. It's got a new window motor. It's got fucking air conditioning, a new window motor, all this new stuff. Like Mm -hmm. this thing is a cherry for Brett. (laughs) So I get a phone call from Brett. Rebuttal Brett. (laughs) And he calls me. And this was not the call that I expected. Mm-hmm. 
Um, How'd it go, Brent? Play a phone ringing sound? Oh, maybe? I don't know Let's where the fuck really that is. Let's really do it. Bring. Um, okay. Hi, Andrew. It's Brett. That's weird. I didn't even say hi yet. <laughs> I know, but I fucking called you. So. Oh. Uh, hey, what's up? Uh, wait a minute. You be. We're doing a role play. Why are we being ourselves? You be me. Okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey, Andrew. It's Brett. Hi. Um, I have some not horrible, but not great news. Okay. Uh, the CRV. It's fine. Whatever it is, it's fine. Just drive it 600 miles back to Pittsburgh and drop it off at my house. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds great, except it's kind of a little bit not starting. Tell me more. Uh, I turn the key. Nothing happens. Do you get any power? Do you get any lights come on? Nothing's happening. I have no explanation for that. Maybe there is some kind of... um, Wait, shit. That was what my brother said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now my brother. Now I'm my brother. Okay, I'll be me for a second. Okay. Jeez, that CRV is the most perfect car in the world. Clearly, this is not the fault of the CRV. This must be Brett's fault. Ah. So I then ask Brett, this is me talking, Andrew talking, uh, to Brett, what did you do to it? Mm. I didn't do anything. I tried to start it, and it just didn't start. This is me being Andrew again. No, I'm pretty sure you must have done something. There was some <laughs> event that happened between me dropping it off and you placing this phone call. You be both of us. I'll be the person that you were on call waiting with. Okay. Go. <laughs> the fuck is that guy? Something <laughs> must have happened between when I dropped it off and you trying to start it now. Did you do anything? Like, were you mean to it? Did you open the door too violently? When you stepped <laughs> into the driver's seat, did your knee happen to snag all the dangling wires from under the dash <laughs> and rip any of them out? I don't know. That might have happened. There are some wires. There's an orange one that's just disconnected. Do you know what the orange one? It says line. Yes. Wait, I, I don't uh, know what line is. I'm assuming it's for the radio but I could see how the car wouldn't start if you decided to go in and fucking chew at the wires. Then, of course, it won't start, Brett. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> you would attack my car in that way when I'm providing you a method to get yourself back home. Ah, as I am providing a method to get your favorite vehicle back to you. <laughs> so, uh, even Steven on that. And uh, I feel like in your reenactment, this I'm is a little me bit being exaggerated. Me. Me being me now, me being me in the present, I feel like your reenactment is a little exaggerated about the antagonism that was. I felt like it was much more of a cooperative effort. You were. I know. I'm making myself into a dick. Oh. What was that? Could you hear that? Yeah, I heard like. Damn it! (laughs) Ha! It may have came through your headphones. Maybe. Yeah, you're not supposed to be able to hear it when I click the button. So your headphones quieter then. So what? Blake and I are trying to, Blake is my brother who will be named on the show now because, uh, gosh, uh, he's such a great guy and he should be talked about a little bit. You should send all of your CRVs to his I sp- luxury I, I buy really, really, really expensive sweatshirts from Blake and he gives me cars. <laughs> so Blake's like, maybe there's some kind of like security feature because you're not, like, you haven't lost any power. 
And then we're like, well, it's got to be the starter then, right? Because when you turn the key to position one, position two, everything lights up. Okay. Right? The air starts to blow. Okay. So it's yeah. like, so there's, it's, there's it's a, not a dip. electricity. And I don't I, think the battery died. Well, yeah. I put a new fucking battery. But I in also it. took a jump pack out of the shop and tried to jump it, and it did nothing. Now, when we first got there, my dad was with me. He picked up me and G at the airport, mm -hmm. Logan Airport, drove us to Alpha Cars. He looks at it, he goes, you're, you're not going to drive that. <laughs> I need to have a talk with Doug I here. was like, this thing is great. This it thing is, is going to be fine, and I'm very excited about having it. Now, I also told Brett, try to not drive if it's raining. <laughs> yes, and then one day before we're getting ready to leave, I look at the weather, and they're like, oh. All rain? Hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. That like, doesn't count as rain. I did the first 40% of the drive in a hurricane <laughs> on mostly I 84. How wet did the interior get? Lunatic. It didn't get wet. I don't, if it oh. did, I didn't notice at all. Hmm. Um, but we're getting into some details of the trip, and I just want to stick to the CRV. Um, best we can here. Best we can. So here's your what. Your dad drives you to Alpha Cars. Yes. And he looks at the CRV and he doesn't approve. He says, You're my first What's he drive? son. Uh, an Acura, like a brand new Acura. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I saw an Acura RL a couple of years ago. I'm assuming he has a newer one now. Mm -hmm. Jeez. I can't believe they even make that car. <laughs> I'm sure he's just leasing them. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's what people do. Okay. So it's brand new. Yeah. And so he... basically, just tell him, Hey, this is the older, simpler, better version of your Acura RL. Same company. Yeah. Oh, this that's right. Just, yeah, same company. Th they sold a whole lot more of these, though, than mm -hmm. your RL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> saying. Roll. So what happened was, uh, Andrew, you might need to help me with terminology here. There is a starter, right? Okay. And yep. there is a little ground strap. Oh, hold on. Okay. Mm. So back to the reenactment, I was accusing you of doing something to the car. Yes, which I did, which would have been done by anybody, including you. Including Andrew. <laughs> I'm Andrew just saying, I, th that doesn't make me wrong, though. <clears throat> that I did it. No. What I'm saying is, there was an event. I was skeptical when you called me and told me the CRV wouldn't start. I said, what did you do? Started every time I've tried to start it, he said. Yep. This thing always starts. It's got a, <laughs> it's got a fucking brand new one-year-old battery. It starts. This starter is strong. The starter is great. The battery is great. It starts. You must have done something. I did. And <clears throat> at first you were just like, no, I'm just trying to start it and it won't start. And now I'm feeling bad. Now I'm feeling bad, but I'm still skeptical and I'm still trying to blame the person and not the car because I feel like some event must have happened. And this is the part you're glassing over. I don't know how this is going to become a story that you're right. <laughs> but I have a feeling like it's, it's just, going It's there. not a story that I'm right. Okay. It's a story that I'm not wrong. Which is all you have to be. Right. Ha! <laughs> okay. So go ahead. So you tell me, well, I did get in and move it. No. Oh, I, or I got in and started it. it. I started it and turned it off. And then all of a sudden it wouldn't start again. It would not start again. So... That, at least, as a mechanical thinking person, made me go, geez, what could have happened in that moment? So this failure was triggered not by the car just sitting on its own by itself. This car was triggered by the actions of a human being. By the thing you need to do to make it a useful car. True. Starting it. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. You didn't do anything wrong. Of I'm just saying not, no. you did something. 
that caused the car I did the to first, fail. I did the first right thing to do when you get in a car and want to go somewhere. You start it. Yep. So what happened was uh, starters have larger than average wires going in and out of them because they use a lot of power. Mm, okay. And they're wired directly to the battery usually. But this was wired to something else. It had like this this separate piece of the starter, and it's connected by this ground strap that had become very corroded. <clears throat> Puke. Hmm? Can what? I can I tell what happened? Uh-huh. When I turned the, the ground strap was so corroded. Okay. This that connects like the 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 power that I guess would eventually like lead back to the battery. Yeah. Um, to the starter, the force of the engine turning over hmm. snapped it. Wow. Because it was so corroded. So much Now, torque. had I not d- done this, I could have left the CRV there on that lot until I was ready to drive to New York a week later. Yeah. I could have gotten in it. There was a little less than half a tank of gas. I probably could have made it almost to the Connecticut border in that car. And then? And then I would not have known that I had given it its final start. Hmm. So I was lucky enough to shut it off and then try to start it again on the lot of two of the most competent master mechanics that I've ever spent uh, four hours with unexpectedly. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess the car had a weak spot being that ground strap. Yes. However, I still think it's your fault because you must have started it too violently. (laughs) Because I had started it up and and shut it off and started it so many times, but I know how to be gentle. Got on a in car. there and he twisted that key I, with I, vengeance. It, it, this is my fault. This Reenact is really... me starting it too violently. So you fling the door open and and it opens so fast and violently it hits the the end of travel of the hinges and basically the <laughs> door a goes brand into new Porsche the Cayenne parked yep. right next to yep. me. And and fuck boom. that car and fuck this one too. Yep. And I get in and I shut the door. Pulling like all of the uh, the 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 uh, door handle mount right off yep. into my lap. Oh yeah, and there Suck I am. My dick. <laughs> now I'm mad. And as you step into it, you just bounce up and down a little bit as you're getting in, and you land on the seat. You go, I hope these fucking springs break. Hope the seat collapses <laughs> halfway over, and then and you get in, you take the key, and you really jam it in, and you turn it, but you don't just turn it, you hold it. Oh my you god, hold I it. turned it. I I, I it snapped. I had to call a locksmith. Yep. The key just Fuck snaps off. No, it snapped when I was trying to put it in because oh. I just shoved it and it snapped right on the uh, you know the outside of the ignition. And then and as your right hand is turning the key and holding it on start way too long, so that starter is just still spinning. this is hours later because I'm on my phone going, <laughs> fucking locksmith? Can you? Fuck you. And but then, then he comes anyway. Yep. And he makes me a new key, 400 bucks. <laughs> I said, make me two. Because I'm going to break the next one. <laughs> so as you're, your as you're holding it in the start position, you take your left hand and you reach through the steering wheel and you grab that column shifter. And as it's still starting, you just start running it back and forth through all the gears for no <laughs> fucking reason. Which gear do I want? Yep. Like you're Fuck like, oh, you too. the car's as cold as can be. I'm going to put it in gear before I even get it running. I want to put a load on this engine it's while like, it's ice cold. Like as the car, as you wrench the key in the start, you're... Jamming it into neutral or reverse. Yep. Yeah. That's how I start my car. And because of that vi- that excessive violence and hatred, uh, that's why the ground yeah. snap, ground strap broke. Jesus, Brett, you really got to learn how to, you know, treat these cars better. How Can't much believe. of this? How much of this story do you believe? <laughs> what? Why would I not believe it? This sounds very plausible. 
the the actual all I'm going to say is, is some of this is true. <laughs> the that I started the car. Yeah, that part is yeah, true. true. Uh, a little more than that. Mm. Well, the actual truth is, I got in it and I sat there for a second and I go, okay. What's about to break? And I have to kind of familiarize myself <laughs> with like, all right, what was I? Because a lot had happened between like Andrew's walkthrough and this moment. So I'm like, all right, what do you have to remember? You have to remember how the back opens and closes. The back hatch uh, or the swing door in the back. Uh, you have to remember something about the driver's door. It's a two-handed operation to open the door from the inside. And before you leave this car and take it far, far away, you have to check oil, coolant, brake fluid. Transmission fluid. Uh, anything else? That's just a washer thing fluid. Tire pressure. Tire, oh, pressure. tire pressure. Yeah. Tire tread. Where, uh, which probably hadn't changed much since Andrew had last seen it. I'm very believe it or not. In spite of my insane driving, according to people <laughs> like Puke, mm -hmm. huh? I'm extremely gentle on cars. Funny, they said it on the lift too. What you said about the rain. They looked at the tires. They're like, "Yeah, as long as it doesn't rain, you're all right." <laughs> I'm extremely, extremely gentle on cars. That's how I have a fucked up door, yet I can operate it because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything so violent it breaks. Well, it's still in the same condition. Good. Because I'm a gentle and I, gentle guy. And I try to impart onto you you need to be gentle with this and it will take care of it. Which me. was my first thought when I sat down in it, James. I said, hmm. This is this is a place to be gentle. Yeah. This is a place to be gentle. Because I watch modern tell. day it's, people is, with cars. They they get in and out of cars. They're flinging doors open into their neighbors' car doors. They're they're rolling carts up to their fucking cars and just slamming these carts. They're just bumping into the curb as they're trying to parallel park or what they call a parallel park. Uh, they're, they're they're getting <laughs> the into CRV is doors. so easy to parallel park. Oh no shit! Two blacks. I'm in Mount Washington last night. Right there is not two a car full of young black men. Right. I pull up to parallel park and they're kind of like in this um, position where I think one of them just jumped out to grab something. So they're taking up two spots. I pull up alongside the car in the CRV. It's gold. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. I look at So they them. look over and they take a slight a bit of extra interest in it because uh, of the color. Yeah. I look at it. I smile. I give him a thumb gesture like, hey, can you back up? And he goes right away. And it's like so fast. So fast. He back. They felt, I don't know how they felt. They hmm. felt like, I don't want to fuck with this guy because look at that thing. He will fuck us up. May well, yeah, because you've got nothing to lose. Right. Yeah. That's like um, if a homeless man just walks up right next to you and looks at you and gestures at you. Like mm -hmm. that guy could fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's already bleeding. Everybody mm. is very nice to you in this car. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, well, because they feel sorry for you. Or They're like, oh, they think you're crazy. Poor yeah. bastard. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this this cracker's definitely going to jump out with an axe if I don't. But just I, back I up watch a little these bit. people in modern cars and how they treat them. Yeah. In the modern day, they well, just, they're at least they have zero respect. They they open their door. Mm -hmm. They don't look what is outside of their window when they open the door. Like if you parallel park a car, they're going to open their door into a goddamn fire hydrant, into the curb, into a lamp post. Why doesn't their car tell them? Why doesn't their car tell them what's there? Boop, 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 boop. This yeah. is why, because some cars <laughs> probably do tell them yeah. and they got used to it. Yeah. So now when they get into a car that doesn't tell them, they just fling all willy nilly. When they open their door, they kick their foot right into the speaker grill and they just they just boot the door open <laughs> all violently and scuffing it in the process. Yeah. Like, I think women will take their high heel and just dig their heel in. All right. Well, there are some updates about the car. Uh-oh. Um, it is filled with oils and coolants, 
in containers oh, in, in your back seat. I do have to clean it out a little bit. Not before, where they're supposed to be in the engine. Where we part but. ways. I had to do a little fuse rearranging. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I had to take the fuse. The radio did not work because of that line wire. It did work perfectly when I dropped it off, okay. by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. So absolutely perfectly. But then Brett got in there. He's like, I want NPR! And he just kept punching it. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So that might have something to do with those wires that were there. I'm just. That's why you got to be gentle. <laughs> like, right. I get in and out of the car. I go, oh, there's wires. I make, make sure to not snag those. <laughs> Other people get in and there's wires, and they, just, they use them like as a handle. Mm-hmm. Because they get into cars that don't have yeah. random dangly well, wires. This so just I get makes in the car. You a more careful person. So, all right, full full disclosure. I get in. I sit there. Right. I'm thinking that obviously I'm used to having power seats. Right. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. I lap of luxury. Um, and that Lincoln here. This thing's got plenty. Of, it's got power. It's got power windows. It's Does got power, power windows. Locks. It has power mirrors. Ooh. Oh yeah, that too. Power wow. mirrors. It's got leather, but not power Torn seats. Torn leather <laughs> inside. Those seats are leather. Torn, no, rotting notice. leather. I didn't even notice. Um, it's very comfortable, though. It's, it's extremely comfortable. It is. So the seat doesn't move, so I just start kicking at the dashboard to try and move the seat back <laughs> yeah. a little bit. And all of a sudden, I, I see uh, like sparks, right? Because I've kicked these wires yeah. loose. So uh, then it's like, oh, yeah, be gentle. This mm-hmm. is the place to be gentle. And yeah. you know, I forgot that when I got You in. learned your lesson. So anyway, while they're uh, putting a new starter in it, in a new ground strap, they, I say, look, they had to get a whole new starter, not just a stress. Yeah, that's insane to me because that starter was strong. I don't <laughs> know how many things there are like this mm. that are one start or jolt like, like away a ticking time bomb. from breaking in this thing. My friend is fairly responsible and very knowledgeable about cars, so I assume it is not a death trap, but <laughs> wrong. He is. Uh, I have warned you what to do and what not to do with the car. Exactly. So I, I say to the two mechanics. Don't drive in a hurricane. Donnie and the other guy. Will you just give it a good look over before? <laughs> this is how we, we get a nice look at the tires. And we also discover that one of the axles, the front passenger axle, is about to break. <laughs> now, at first, there's a debate. There's a debate where the younger guy, who's like in his mid-20s, is like, ah, man, ah, I, I wouldn't drive on that. And then Donnie's like, I, I think it's okay. And then Donnie starts kind of poking at it a little bit, just with his finger, and then with a file. The axle is, in fact, just rust. <laughs> so he says, Solid look, I corrosion. moved all the loose rust away, and now it's a third of the size that it appeared to be. <laughs> so you might want to replace that as well. So we had to do a new axle and a new starter and a quick check of all the fluids, tire pressure, etc., and we were ready to hit the road. And he tightened the drain plug on the oil pan. He tightened tightened the drain plug on the oil pan. Hmm. Did you put more oil into it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's smart. So how much it also, by halfway through the trip, which actually, I think that might have been the last time I checked the oil, Uh, halfway through the trip, the oil level hadn't changed. And it won't, because it doesn't actually leak, (laughs) unless an idiot doesn't tighten the drain plug. Coolant looked low. The coolant Coolant does... Slightly leak. Okay. Hmm. So I gave it a, you know, a couple of gulps. <laughs> okay. Well, from, if I was a listener We've right We've done now, 34 minutes on this car. My God. Yep. If I was a listener right now hearing about this CRV, I would think, man, this thing is the worst. Mm-hmm. But the chat is captivated. Nobody's saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> that means you're doing good content. But to be fair, this thing isn't really the worst. No, because it's fine. Here's one of the reasons why it's not the worst, and in fact, it's probably one of the best. How much was the starter? 
Brand new starter. It was nothing. It was how much? The, all the repair. I don't know. All the repairs were like three hundred and sixty bucks. Three hundred sixty bucks. Is that li- including labor? Yeah. So it wasn't free labor. No. You got an axle. And that with Blake's rates. Because <clears throat> those guys are expensive. I mean Blake's labor rates. Like Blake as Blake putting if if, if he were getting his car service. His car service. Okay. Yeah. So still, three hundred and sixty bucks to fix two non-trivial issues. Non-trivial. Hmm. And get it up on a lift, go over it, have two guys on the job. Mm-hmm. Two guys. Not it's just like, one. It's not like you just rented some lift time from them and fixed it yourself. Right. You had two guys. Two guys on this. Like, d- like having discussions and debates. And th- they're used to working on Bentleys? Bentleys. Must have been a delight. Mean, they do a lot of motorcycle stuff there. That's mostly uh-huh. what they had in the shop. Yeah, and the funny thing is when they were working on the CRV, they're like, geez, these axles are tinier than the motorcycle axles that we work on. <laughs> right. Motorcycles have axles? Yeah, there's got to be something that connects the two forks. It's not counting as axles? Yeah, know. bicycles have axles. Do what? Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like an axle is something that goes between the tire and something else. Anyway, just to wrap up this yeah, topic, uh-huh. is, there any, is there any positive things you can say about the CRV? Yeah, give it, it some love. It, it fit all my stuff in it that yeah, I wanted to bring go. back. I got my standing desk. I got all my studio equipment. I'm building a new studio. It's uh, it's yeah. amazing. I'm, wow. I was uh, so, so much space. Now, could I have maybe crammed all that shit in my car somehow? Because I did have to take the standing desk apart. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was just easy to be able to. No, it wasn't because I couldn't get the back hatch open. So I had to open the window. <laughs> I told you how to do it. You no. must have closed it wrong or someone else must have closed it wrong. Never opened or closed it. Never opened or closed it the whole time. Was able to fit everything in either through the back window or through the side doors, okay. hmm. which also don't seem to open what? regularly. What do you mean? The side doors, the back side doors. Yeah, the back doors. Yeah, they don't open like every time you want them to. <laughs> you, must, you, must be, you must be trying to engage. This was supposed to be a love you must be trying to engage power locks. Uh, I removed the little dongle that attaches to the key that says lock and unlock with buttons. Yeah. I removed that for a reason. Because <laughs> I don't want the power locks to be used on this car because that's just an unreliable technology that I don't trust. Okay. I would rather everybody just go in and take that little plunger that we used to see on every car and push it up or down depending on how you want the door Okay. To be situated. Um, it might need a little 10W30 then. Okay. On those. But uh, so what did you say? Everything works 60% of the time or everything 60% of no, everything works? Everything works, but between 60 and 80% to the capacity that it should work. All right. So let's say 55 <laughs> to 75. Oh, geez. We lost 5%? Mm. Uh, 3%. The locks. The back doors, yeah, they're, they're a little unreliable. Doesn't matter. Does that mean I don't know how to open a back door? Does it mean I can't find well, a way to open the back door? Of and course I not. I would never lock these doors. No. I had to lock them. Oh. Because the car was in different places filled mm. with thousands of dollars of equipment. Mm, okay. By the way, we roll back into Pittsburgh at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. on whatever day that was. And I wasn't unloading all that stuff going downstairs and then upstairs. Uh, yeah. So it had to sit there overnight. So I had to try to lock. The only door I could not lock was the driver's door. So that one's good. <laughs> that one does exactly what you want it to do. <laughs> Never lock. Or Which don't, not lock. doesn't do exactly what you don't want it to do. Good news. You're never locking your keys in there. Oh, I know. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, we used and to even take that thing to the gym, and I'd be like, Andrew, I have my wallet since I'm the only one who brings a wallet to the gym. So what are we going to do when we go into the gym? Can we lock this thing? You'll have to put a, uh, a hasp and padlock on the outside like Mr. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would just look at Brett and i go, do you really think anybody's going to think there's anything valuable in this car? That mm. is true. Uh, yesterday, I had it right in Market Square, though. Prime parking. A very mm-hmm. small spot that I paralleled into. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I had stuff, Gabriella had stuff, and um, didn't want to leave it unlocked. So, three out of four doors, not bad. <laughs> hey, four out of five doors. It's, oh, yeah, that's 80% locked. Yeah. Yes. That's the that's top of your scale. That's, that's the top yeah, of your scale. That's, that's one of the things that functions the best. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, it was great, and um, I'm glad you have it back. Apparently, you survived driving in rain as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, I don't know, a little tense, but... <laughs> What's the fuse rearranging situation? Radio, what, what doesn't radio, work now and what does work? Radio fuse is in the power outlet fuse. So it's the same, obviously it's the same uh, amperage, right? And all you have to do is switch them back there right next if to If you say other. so. Yeah, they are. They're both uh, 12. So what works and what doesn't? The radio doesn't work. Fuck. <laughs> Andrew likes that part. Because I use the radio for power to power the phone. But mm. now the uh, cigarette lighter, because this was our problem. But I want the radio. But you're not getting as much power from the radio. There's I don't no care. Way. I'd rather have podcasts. Uh, here's a head, <laughs> these headphones here. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we'll look at it before I take off tonight. I don't but, care. Um, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that it worked out and you actually made it back with it. Ship it back to New Hampshire. <laughs> Honestly. You know, when Brett called me and said it wasn't starting, I just went, yeah. oh, I guess I'll never see the CRV again. <laughs> like, I, I just kind of gave up on it. But shed a now tear. that it's back, I'm really happy. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we had a whole team. You know, we had a whole team of people. My brother was real invested. You know, he was really helpful and really patient. Donnie and the other guy who was like a little Middle Eastern, but like maybe one of his grandparents was Middle Eastern. Little Eastern. Little Eastern. <laughs> yeah. They were so nice. And they really cared for this thing yeah so i told um, andrew he should next time he's at a party or something he should just throw in there that like if somebody's asking you know how successful he is he's like well as an example i take my 1995 crv to a luxury dealership in new hampshire 2001 yeah is it 2001 yeah it's 2001 it's the final year for the first generation (laughs) what was the first year of the first generation 95 you're like, dealerships in Pittsburgh aren't good enough for me. So this is why. I got a guy 6,000 miles away. This is why this car is so great, because it was designed in the early 90s when Honda was something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't some fucking shit. garbage from 2004 Honda. When they, when they tried to like care about the environment. Yes. Well, they cared about the environment back then, too. Did they? Yeah. They were always very economic. They were just well-engineered back then. Mm-hmm. Now they're just a bunch of, bunch of fucking gadgetry and garbage. The worst yeah. thing about them was the, the frameless windows they used to do, which looked good, but the operations on the, 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 the motors would get weak mm. on all the old 90s Hondas. Hmm. That's okay. Wow. I never thought I would ever learn so much about CRVs. Oh, the new CRVs are garbage. Oh, there you go. I learned more. Special. Did they come with a picnic table? Uh, do the seats fold into bed? I don't know. Do they? No. And oh. no. Hmm. Just saying. God. You can make a bed in the CRV that's longer than me. Yeah, that's pretty fancy. It is. Mm-hmm. Now, is it totally flat? It's, not, it's, it's <laughs> lumpy. It's lumpy. <laughs> it's a lumpy one. Yeah. If you're a side sleeper, it might not be great. It's pretty great, like, if you want to sleep while someone's driving. Hmm? 
It's not so great when you drive it to Massachusetts and you need to spend two nights in it on a racetrack. <laughs> That's less than great. Yeah. Yeah. What you have to get is like a, a, some foam padding or something to kind of fill in those yeah. gaps. Yeah. I didn't think about that. But I'll tell you what, and this is the only, I'll preview uh, the uh, trip discussion that we'll have in full when, when Gabrielle is on the show again. But August 16th, the fact that this was the only problem that I had that day. Wake up at, will I wake up at 4.30 in the morning? Will the person I'm with also wake up at 4.30 in the morning, be ready to go? Will the man named Joe from Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest be there in his car to drive us an hour to the Detroit airport? Mm. Will we make it there in time? Will our tickets be there? Will I get through the TSA or will I be on a no-fly list? Will the plane take off? Will the plane, plane crash? crash. Yeah. Will the plane land? Will my dad be there to pick us up at the airport? Will my dad be able to get us from Boston to New Hampshire without having an accent? Yeah, that's a big Almost car. no. It's not Almost easy to parallel park. No. Almost no. Almost no. <laughs> Will the CRV start right up and be ready to go when I get there? <laughs> yes. That was and the then last no. question. That was the last question of that day. Will the CRV be usable when I get there? The answer was no. But fucking at that point, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> You won over eighty percent of the of the, the over chances. Over eighty percent. I'm just rolling dice. <laughs> so the fact Man, I can't wait to hear about the this fact story. that the CRV works eighty percent of the time, I think the good fortune of the CRV got you through eighty percent of your potential problems that day. So you could look at the CRV as failing, or you could look at the CRV as helping you succeed through eighty percent of your potential failures that day. It sent good vibes. But it sacrificed its, its ground strap. It sacrificed its <laughs> ground strap to send good vibes all the way to Michigan. No, oh, it was trying to. It was warning you like Lassie. It was like, I'm gonna blow this ground strap and force this guy to look at this axle that and the starter. The most while we're at the dealership, serendipitous part of it. Yeah, it was like Herbie the love bug. I mean, even if I just fucking drove it to the beach house like 25 minutes away, and that happened, that would have sucked. Yeah. <sighs> Andrew, what are you doing to your friends? No. Everyone is blessed. <laughs> this is a story about blessings. Ah, well, And that is just a preview of a trip filled with blessings. But we'll, we'll talk about that soon. Now Andrew can drive his like $60,000 SUV down into the fucking ravine over here. And no, I'll drive that on. Stick to the CRV. Well, honestly, like just <laughs> shooting around Butler, I'd rather hop in the CRV and go. Mm. Yeah, because it's an adventure. You never know where it's going to die. That too. <laughs> Keeps you on your toes. But like if it's raining, I'm like, oh, CRV. Yeah, which doesn't drive well in the rain. Keeps out 80% of the water. <laughs> well, you let water in anyway because you're smoking. Yeah. Like a dick. Better than when the fucking window <laughs> broke and it wouldn't go up and then it was the goddamn storm of the century. Yeah. You're uh, about 800 miles away from an oil change. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's had 1,200 miles put on it at least since your last. Yeah. Plus whatever you've done. Yeah, I can go like five to 7,000. Oh, well, I'm just telling you what the Valvoline sticker says, but what the fuck oh. do they oh, know? Well, they, they don't know shit. They, they put a date. They said you need to come in October 13th or something like that. How do they know when you're going to drive 3,000 Because they miles? want your money. Right. That's if, such bullshit. If they could get away with it, they'd be like, come back tomorrow for more oil. Man. We'll tighten that plug for you. I was reading that on the way up here. I was like, why? Who the fuck do they think they are to put a date that you're supposed to come back? Yeah. And then I was like, you should look through this windshield and stop <laughs> reading the stickers that are on it while you drive. Ignore those expired inspection stickers and expired registration. 
Oh, that was that thing was not legal for one mile that you drove. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Brett has a look of shock I on his... I fucking knew it! <laughs> I knew I was right to kick all that wiring loose! God damn it! <laughs> Holy shit! You know what? I... 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 I'm in New Hampshire, right? Yep. These people are tyrants. Yeah, well, yeah, they're now, looking for that. They're CRV. not gonna know. They're not gonna know. Now, I didn't drive it at all in New Hampshire. I all I did was I drove it from Alpha Cars to Moms and from Moms right on to uh ninety five. That's like nine miles. To get out of town. Right. <laughs> so it was driven very, very little in New Hampshire. Mm. I have been driving this thing around Pennsylvania like a fool. You can't get pulled over in Pittsburgh, Brett. <laughs> I know you can't get pulled over in Pittsburgh, but I drove by a cop on the way here. He doesn't care. <laughs> we okay. Here's a, I am here's so how glad much... you're telling me this right now. <laughs> I didn't think it would help you if I told you this ahead of time. <laughs> I didn't think you would feel any better about it. I yeah. fucking knew it, too. I knew it. I was like, there's no way this thing is registered. If you would have asked, I would have told I you. I was like, don't even look at the stickers. Exactly. That was in my subconscious. Yeah. I was like, don't, don't even look, at the, look at the stickers. Don't look at them. Here's how much. Don't even think about stickers. Here's how hard Focus it... on that Valvoline sticker. Here's how hard it is to get pulled over. Puke in the past two weeks. Yeah. What's happened? Last week, I mentioned on the show, we were on the way to the gym, and we're at a light, and I hear this somewhere off in the distance, and I look over, and there is a U-Haul truck with a trailer with a little, like, steamroller on the trailer. I didn't notice any straps. No, I think it was just resting on the trailer. And the trailer had one wheel. The other one was not a wheel. It was just the metal rim on the ground. And the guys driving the U-Haul truck looked like they were from Butler. <laughs> I wish I'd taken a picture. Uh, the next week. Yesterday. Yesterday. We're coming off of Highway 422, which is a 60. People do like 80 on this fucking thing. Two lane, four lane highway. Alex is the only person who's ever been pulled over on that road. Yeah. But now I'm paranoid. Anyway, we get off the exit and there is a car with its blinkers on and it's on the brakes. It it's is like on the brake caliper. A 1983 Ford LTD wagon. Like a cop car, but a wagon. Yes. Yeah. Like a Dukes of Hazard cop car, but a wagon. And we're coming up on the back of it, and it seems to be leaning quite a leaning. bit. So I'm like, to, from to one side? Yeah, to the yeah. driver's side. Hydraulics? So I'm thinking, yeah, geez. we thought lowrider, maybe. No, I didn't think lowrider. I thought broken I thought, suspension. Yeah, I thought maybe they blew out a shock. Okay. Because it was a severe lean. Like, this seems like too much for just a blown tire. Not a gangster lean. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and as we pull up on it, it's pulling on the shoulder and its four ways are on. And we pull up next to it and I realize, oh, it's not a blown shock and it's not even a blown tire. There is no tire. In fact, there is no rim. <laughs> <laughs> this is a brake rotor. This is a brake rotor on the on the driver's side front. Yeah, the steering driving wheels. On, and I'm thinking he's just slowly creeping to a stop at this intersection on the shoulder here. Yeah. Nope. He rolled right through a right red in front of other cars and just slowly trundled along with his... He did have his hazards on. <clears throat> right so down thankfully, the road. He probably was doing like five miles an hour going dung, 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 down the road. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. So, you don't know what his fate was. You only know he wasn't getting pulled over right there. He was getting home. He was like, I'm fucking drunk. It's three in the afternoon. I were, were there sparks? Home. I didn't see any sparks. He went it fast was, enough it was daylight. Daylight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But he just came off of a highway where people are doing yeah. 60, 70 miles an hour. Oh, he made it uh, home. Probably. No doubt. So, I mean, your stickers, like, 
Butler cops are not looking for stickers. They're looking for people driving on bare metal. Yeah. Okay. They're not even looking for that. <laughs> or maybe not. Yeah, they don't give a shit. <laughs> well, this was on, I don't know, it was on 79. So it was a white cop car. I hadn't seen anything like that. Mm. It said police. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> As opposed to something else? Like, I don't know. It just was, so it wasn't just some car turning around in the uh, pull-off. Mm. That is scary when you see a cop car turning around. Nobody likes that. Wow. Man. Yeah. I drove through... God, like 300 of that, 300 miles of that drive must be Pennsylvania. It's a lot. Pennsylvania is a wide state. Yeah. yeah. Takes a while to get a crosser. Yeah. Well, when I left Roman Polanski's house, yeah, it said like 350 miles. And that was pretty close to the, not too far from the PA border. 384 miles, it said. Mm. So, yeah, it was almost 300 miles in Pennsylvania. A lot of it during the day. What was your gas mileage? Like 24? It was great. Probably I mean, about 24. Yeah, I feel like maybe I put maybe I put a hundred hundred and ten dollars in gas in. That's not bad. Even that seems like a lot. Yeah, that seems like a lot. Yeah, maybe like seventy. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what gas costs. Looks like I'm very agreeable. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Gabriella did it at least once. I think I did it twice. Yeah, so I mean it was three fills. Jeez. Well, I think that's more than enough. For about the CR. Half, I mean, we could yeah. go and do the second half about it, too, if we want. Let's try. But oh, there are yeah. a few more things we could talk about. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm all for new topics. Yeah. How do you like that brand new microphone? Uh, what's, uh, tell me what to like about it. I don't know. It sounds like it works. I'm always worried that you get a new microphone that's different from the existing microphones, and they might sound different. Do you guys have any more mic scissors? Scissors? I don't know what a mic scissor is. Scissor arm? Oh, these arms? Yeah. Um, yes. Can I have one? I don't uh, I don't know what you can connect to that. Uh, well, yeah, well, I'll look at it. You might have to figure out, because it, it doesn't appear to have any of the uh, microphone claws. I don't need a claw. Oh. Well, take the scissor and see if you can figure it out. Then. All right, cool. On that note, let's go to break! <laughs> Three, five, five, four, three, three. Be angrier. <laughs> I don't care. Do what you want. Back from the break. <laughs> is, that, is that what you wanted? Yeah. Hey, everybody. We're on the second half of the break. During the break, we broke some cars. <laughs> uh, we went back outside. to the CRV. First, no. First thing Brett did is he hopped in his car and started it. And just listening to yeah, this, it sounded it un- sounded unfriendly. like this man has never started a car properly because <laughs> he started it. Well, the first and thing starter broke. The it first fucking stalled. The first oh thing shit! Did is, I'll be right back. He sw- <laughs> your car's still on. No. Oh, uh, he swung the the door violently into the CRV. Oh no! And then no, he got no, in. He no, actually I did, not, did. I did not. They I'm did pretty not touch. Sure. They I'm did not touch. They did not touch. We can go and we can expect for damage. There would be damage on my door if I flung. A door into another door. And then I saw him turn the key, and it was like, hey, yeah, key, I'll teach you to be a key. Did you see me kicking? Yeah, and he was kicking at all the pedals, like, fuck these pedals. They deserve death. But it did it did start, and then and then kind of unstarted. <laughs> yeah, there was lots of loud, <laughs> bad metal banging noises in the engine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so then... I walked around the CRV and I went, oh, this back door's open. Yeah. 
I wonder if Brett knows this. I leave it open because you never know when you're going to get it open again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might. <laughs> and I went to try to open never... it. Like, it was, it wasn't. Permalocked. It wasn't closed, but it wasn't open, you know? It was, it was just that in between. That rattly state. Like when somebody doesn't shut it well enough or yeah. they shut the seatbelt in it. Mm. One yeah. of those situations. So I tried to open it so I can close it properly because I'm a man who likes to close doors. And it wouldn't open. Wouldn't <laughs> open. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a tragedy. So yeah. I, I reach around and I pull up the lock plunger and I try to, and it won't open. <laughs> so driver's side, pass, uh, driver's side rear door doesn't work anymore. It's like the passenger side rear door in that respect. And the back door. Mm. <laughs> now, oh, this is a taste of what Brett had to deal with. What's this? Money for the car. That's a lot of money. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Thank you. Uh, uh, would you like to see the invoice? <laughs> For your records. No. Okay. Well, thank you for this. I appreciate it. The invoice was just a big exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drive this. <laughs> you know, when I had these guys, I, I said, tell me everything. Everything you find. Don't hold anything back from me, mechanics. And what they say? They, they say, this is pretty fucking amazing. With uh, the exception of this ground strap and that axle. Other than that, this is the perfect car. Mm. We see a lot of nice cars here, but this one. <laughs> it's something. It seemed like they were choosing to not say much. And then I had to say, wait a minute. This isn't my car. <laughs> yeah. I kept this, saying that over and story. over. There's a story. There's a story. I swear. This is for I a felt, friend. I felt bad for my brother. He's like, oh my God, this is my brother's. They think this is my brother's car. But <laughs> like my brother's only car. Because otherwise, why I have no shame pulling up anywhere. No, 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 no. And I wouldn't either. I'm just saying that. But like, what if that, like, it, if if I had other cars and had these problems with that car, I'd just push that one gently into the woods, <laughs> you know? But be free, my friend. I felt like I needed to, I don't know, save face or something. Like, wait, and because because then it was like you're driving this car to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, why not? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's wrong with that? I don't understand. I don't know. People seemed concerned, I guess. Oh, well, fuck. What do they know? <laughs> They're master mechanics. Yeah. So. Well, geez. I wanted to hear about the gym. I wanted to hear about Puke's progress at the gym. Okay. What? So, oh, God. Um, somehow, I have encouraged slash yelled at slash- Slash berated. Are you guys playing racquetball? What? No. Just faggot uh, shit. Puke into uh, pushing through his. What is he? Some sort of wizard? False barriers that he's put up in front of him at the gym, mm. and he's done a great job. Yeah. Like if we were if we were wound, you know, four months Eight ago. Mu- oh. No, like when you first got back from California. Yeah. Oh, I was a fat piece of shit. Well, if I would do a weight, let's say it was 100 pounds. Okay. You'd walk up and you would go, well, Andrew just did 100. I'm, I'm going to grab 20, 30. 20. And you'd do 30. 30 then, reps? No, you would do 30 yeah. pounds. Oh. And you're like, oh, Andrew did 10 reps at 100. I'll do six reps and then I'll get angry yeah. and drop them and then yell at Andrew. My new metric is I know I'm doing good when my teeth hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to have pain like that. I, I get, uh, I get very gritty on my teeth. Mm-hmm. But slowly but surely, one exercise after another, puke basically just fucking caught right up and had massive gains. 
And I also convinced him to keep a notebook. <laughs> you got to keep a notebook. I Anybody... tried the notebook, but I was like, I, I wanted I wanted to use the Garmin smartwatch. It has yeah. features to track it sets and reps. It's going and, on. And I would have to constantly fix it because it got the reps wrong. And then I'd have to go into the app afterwards because all the exercises were wrong. And no it turned out to be a pain in the dick. No wonder you were afraid of the dumbbell falling on your forehead. Yeah. Because you're middle of the rep and you're fucking with your Garmin. Yeah. I was looking at that Garmin going, that's that's not the right rep. Nothing like a nice, dirty, old notebook. Leave uh, it on the tr- trunk lid of your car and yeah. drive off. Oh, Let it yeah. explode in the McKnight Road. Yeah, well, collect the pages later. This is like a $20 notebook. It's a proper moleskine. <laughs> How expensive is the pen? Moleskine. Moleskine. No, I, I got a bunch of moleskine. You know, one of the things, one of the best purchases I ever made is I went into... I think it was Barnes and Noble in Keene, New Hampshire was shutting down. And I went in there one day when they were having a going out of sale say, sale. <laughs> going out of business sale. <laughs> they were going sailing out of business. And they had moleskine notebooks for sale. And these things are usually like the little ones are like fifteen to twenty bucks a piece and they were all like twelve. And I grabbed five or six of them. And I said, I'll never need a notebook ever again. Use all of them. I have this fetish for notebooks. I love going into bookstores. And like notebooks are some of the nicest books. They have great paper. I know. But there's I nothing in them. I appreciate it. But that's up to you. Yeah. That's a lot of work. So I finally, uh, I procrastinate. And I finally <laughs> was like, okay, I'll open one of these brand new to me. I've had for eight years <laughs> notebooks <laughs> and finally start filling them out. Really got your value out of them. Yeah. Um, but no. You he, can't just put anything in a notebook. You got to savor that moment. <laughs> but no, he's he, you've like you've more than doubled the weight that you've been doing on most exercises just simply because you got past your mental yeah. block of thinking you can't do it. Yeah. Well, it you, wasn't a physical thing. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, you've helped me a lot by just constantly yelling at me and calling me a fat piece of shit and you can do one more rep don't give up no, things like that I've been doing exactly what Brett did for me yeah mm. which was yelling no, calling you a fat piece of shit I just say like shit. push the whole way through <laughs> get one more get yeah. two more yeah it really does help I've read that that's how you like that's really helpful to have a partner at a gym and I was always like ah who needs other human beings to exist it, and it really turns out it really helps it makes such a huge difference because here I am on my own I'm a band guy now I'm just a band guy. I've lost probably 15 pounds. Like you 2 or the Beatles? No. Or resistance bands. Oh! No, like Levon Helm. Gum bands. Yeah, gum bands. Giant gum <laughs> bands. And, um, yeah, I've learned a lot. I've learned... I, I did a huge research project just yesterday about how to optimize band use. Like the physiology of it, everything. Right and and learned a few things. You can't be trying to replicate weights with bands. You gotta yeah. no. realize that they're bands. You gotta realize they're different and do something different. Yep, yep. Because it's constant tension is what you're looking for, right? As opposed to well, weight the, per se. The band is interesting because the more you pull the band, the greater the tension is. Right? Ah, true. Right, yeah. well, I, which is obvious with anything that's rubbery and stretchy, but. But not really something you think about per se, I guess. Yeah, and that's not true for weights, right? Like, there there are different parts of the range of motion for whatever you're doing that are easier and harder. Mm-hmm. But the band is easiest at the bottom, obviously, and hardest at the top. And that's true for every kind of movement that you're doing, right? Yeah. Where it's like you have to prevent it from being slacked in some cases. Otherwise, that's, you know, very costly. So... Um, <laughs> You know, when Moses parted the seas and everybody walked through, 
Allegedly, yeah. Yeah, you know what that was called? You can figure it out. Uh, Moses? No, the Band? Juvement. Sorry. <laughs> I heard the word movement and my mind went, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Continue. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's great to well, hear. That's how it's stupid good. these fucking people are. It's great <clears throat> to push. It's really great to push yourself. And I'm just getting back into it. I was off for like over two weeks without working out. I think 23, 22 days without working out. Yeah. Andrew's got on this routine of six days a week or seven or eight or I don't fucking know what we're doing. No, I just but go I just, for as many days like as I can every, until there, until I have until you're fucking too many exhausted. reasons. No. <laughs> until I have I'm too exhausted. many reasons to not go one day. Yeah. But I, I try to not skip more than one day. Hmm. Yeah. I'd say five days a week is probably adequate and just alternating push-pull like I assume you guys are doing. Yeah. And I'm rarely ever sore anymore. Yeah, then that means oh, it's probably really? time to change it up. Yeah. That's what I, I was am. Thinking. Don't change it. <laughs> I, but yeah, we've been doing some really good exercises, and uh, there's some that are really hard for me to do, like the dumbbell tricep extension on the, over the back of your head. With it's two still hands or one? Two hands. Yeah. That's uh, I have one. shoulder problems. Well, that's my problem. Like my shoulder wants to pop out of place, yeah. and uh, it's very disconcerting. And so, Andrew tried to get me to do like 70 pounds one day. And I was trying to lift it, and my shoulder was starting to do weird things. And I was going, <laughs> and then I was like resting it on my head. And Andrew was like, "Don't rest it on your head." <laughs> and then I ran out of the gym crying, which is what I, I wanted to do so bad. <laughs> and then the worst part of the gym is that other people exist. Yeah, some guy was giving me shit for berating puke one day. Was he really? Yeah. <laughs> well, when was, how did I miss that? We were doing that exercise, right? Yeah. So I pulled out. We do two warm-up sets at a heavy weight and then a slow set at a slightly lighter weight. Yeah. So I go, before we start, and I go grab, an, I grab a 90-pound dumbbell to do the dumbbell extension. Yeah. Right? you have some sort of fucking And then I grab strength. a 75-pound dumbbell to do the dumbbell extension. Uh-huh. And I set them both down. And I go, these are here for me to use. And I do my, my two sets with the 90, and then yeah. Puke takes the 75 and just puts it away. No, that's not what happened. That's exactly what happened. You, you gave me that 75 to do, the, and I started crying. Yeah, because I'm I like, couldn't I, do it. I'm going to use this for my slow set. Let's see if you can yeah. do your regular set and, with this. And I set it down, and you kind of moved it out of the way, and I took a rest, and I went, oh, I'll, I'll put that away now because that was my weight that I was using, and now it's in the way. At no point did you say, but I didn't leave say, this here. But I hadn't used it I was it trying yet. to help. I, I understand that, <laughs> but I hadn't used it yet. I didn't know you were going to use it. Why would I get it out? For me to use. Because you handed it to I me. I didn't say, I got this for you, and I never said, please put this away. Yeah, I was taking initiative. I put get things it. away. But I said, why'd you put that away? And then you're, so I just simply said, I was going to use that. Or why'd you put that away? I said, yeah. one of those two statements. Very accusatory. Fine. But your response was, very angry, <laughs> which made me retaliate uh-huh. with a uh, more negative response than I would have unprovoked. Okay. And there was a man listening in on this. <laughs> <laughs> and then later when we walked out, he's like, geez, you sure were upset that he put your dumbbell away. <laughs> and I went, I hope I never see him again. And he was there today. <laughs> yeah. Well. So with bands, fun times. You yeah, gotta go, you got to go fast up. Uh, yeah, right. And you can do that if you're at home with bands. You can really go to uh, 
And nobody can hear you do and that. Then uh. you, you, so you don't want to go slow. You want to really crank through the um, eccentric? Yeah. No, it isn't eccentric. Concentric. When concentric. Yeah, and then eccentric is when you eccentric let it out slow. Eccentric when you go down. Yeah. Uh, and then you go down for like a count of three or four. Mm. Good squeeze at the top, wherever that is. Yeah. you're doing and then down nice and slow so yeah i'm uh just doing the bands now well we gotta get a new gym soon yeah oh that's Someday. right oh or oh. we have to drive 30 minutes to butler just to go to the gym i'm not gonna do that <laughs> maybe we can all go to the same gym again maybe if you can go over to route eight i can go over to route eight. okay let's find a gym there there are several options <gasps> oh are there yep. did you actually Ooh. look Within Ooh. 10 minutes of your new place, there are several options. How long wow. till all the gyms get shut down again? <laughs> they Thursday. Uh, if they do, then we go to Butler again. Yeah, okay. we'll just have to go back to Butler. All right, then I'll, yeah, I won't be there. <clears throat> oh, jeez. It took gym. me an hour and 10 minutes to get here today. That's because you what? went at rush hour on a Friday. Well, that is true. Yeah, that's that's bad timing because no fucking way should it take that long. No. Yikes. So I noticed something. Well, I've noticed this repeatedly, mm. but just before the show today, it stood out to me. You say a phrase that I've never heard anyone else say, and every time you say it, I go, geez, he sure says that a lot, but I also like it. And it's confusing, though. So when you talk about, like, a place with a lot of people okay, or a lot of things jam-packed together, mm-hmm. how do you describe it? Do you know where I'm going? going oh, here? nut to butt. Yeah. Have you ever heard nut to butt before? No. Me neither. Guess who's not a veteran. Right. So Puke has said not to butt mm-hmm. at least 9,000 times over the last <laughs> yeah. year. But he's the only person I've ever heard say it. And I really like it. Well, if you knew more people in the military, or at least the army, because this is how they would describe when we got into a single file line in basic training. Mm-hmm. And that was the phrase that you were, you were supposed, you weren't dilly-dallying in like a queue like you're at a you know, Walmart you know grocery shopping or something and i I get what it's supposed to mean Mm -hmm. but it's also confusing is it yes because you're saying not to butt yeah where's the dick am i supposed to assume that everyone has a small dick and their nuts are protruding out in front (laughs) of their dick or am i to assume the dick is inside the butt well i mean i think the reason is because uh saying like Dick to butt isn't as fun. Rhyme. Yeah, it doesn't rhyme. I get like, it. People like rhymey things. But I'm trying to break this down and understand anatomically yeah. where what's happening. Where where's, is the dick? Where's the dick? It's to the side, I guess. To the side? So you can get the nut up to the butt. When so, you get so a little you're walking older, up or there, you jam it in the butt. You're you're pulling the dick to the side <laughs> yeah. and thrusting the nut yeah. to the butt. Mm-hmm. Also, in the Army, we constantly carry peanut butter in a jar. Not so, you, but, not you, but you hold it down in front of your not nuts, to butt. Yeah. and then yeah. not to butt, yeah, not to butter, <laughs> peanut to butter. Oh yeah, I didn't peanut realize to butter. That works. Wait, am I retarded? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> P. <laughs> That's right. Wait, P. Nut to butter. Peanut to butter. Yeah, you can try it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that wasn't a common phrase, but yeah, I do. Uh, I, I do like it. Neither it's one, one I of us up. have heard it before. Chat. Have you heard it before? Time in chat. But uh, I like it. Yeah. And uh, well, but it made me think. Most I, of the I, things I say you hate. So I sat there. Very nice to hear. For about 10 minutes outside, just thinking about the <laughs> phrase not to butt. And I was getting frustrated because it, it left so many <laughs> questions for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they'd said like chin to shin or something, that would also be confusing. 
Yes. <laughs> It'd be like some sort of human centipede situation. <laughs> who's who's Shin? Yeah. Your own Indeed. Shin? Indeed. I don't know. No, I'd say the guy, like 69 in a line. Oh. So every too. other guy's doing a handstand. <laughs> Not to butt implies the dick is there. Yeah. But there's no explanation about where the dick is specifically. Well, see, you're a soldier, and you're not supposed to be questioning where the dick is. Oh, I know. You've got to figure it out. Oh, I know. You aren't allowed to think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just got to figure out how to get that nut up to that butt. <laughs> it doesn't say nut on butt. Yeah. You know? It says to it. You know? It implies that it's nearby. Not rubbing against butt. Yeah. Which implies the dick is in the butt. That's what I'm saying. Or between the guy's legs. What? Why yes. not not it's to dick? Wait, wait, wait. No, but no, no, if your dick no, is between no, his legs, no, and you're touching no, his nuts. No. Why not no, not to dick? No. <laughs> wait, because that wait that could you can't be have a nut touching the butt. My nuts. If the dick is down between the legs. Yeah, because what if the guy's shorter? If I walk up behind puke, one guy's right? doing a handstand. If I walk up behind puke and I stick my dick between his legs from behind, there's no physical way that my nuts can be touching his butt. It's closer. If my dick is between his it's legs. It's closer, but yeah. it's not nut to butt. But it's dick it's to not to butt. It's dick to nuts. It Who's is nuts. Your dick to his nuts. <laughs> Could be, yeah. Well, but my nuts also, aren't, yeah. Now, my if you're nuts just, aren't touching but his butt. This is going to take forever because you have to arrange everybody like by size. But that's no, the, no. That's the most efficient way to pack people in. Uh, though. There's little stepping mm, stools. Be, yeah. There's little stepping stools mm, that yeah. shorter people can stand yep. on. So we get Andrew a what, like a few inch stepping stool, because mm-hmm. otherwise, it's just nut between dick between the legs, <laughs> right? Which seems terribly inefficient. Yeah. Now here's the question. I've never thought to ask. In some basic training, it's co-ed. I wonder if they use that phrase. Probably not. They still should. Yeah. Because it still makes sense. Uh, we still get it. These days... We I understand am, the intent. Yeah. They're, they're, drill sergeants would probably be uh, court-martialed for using that phrase in co-ed. Mixed sex environment. But what if it was only the female soldiers? Because at times they probably separate them, right? I don't Mason, really, but so we? it's probably vag to madge. Madge? What's the madge? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> that one soldier whose name is Madge. <laughs> everyone, everyone, <laughs> gather around. It's madge. not a very good line. It's more of like a clusterfuck. But we're gonna have people from other cultures in our army now too. We could. Wait a minute. Isn't everyone in the army Hispanic? No. Yeah. <laughs> Or at least Puerto Rican. That way, no matter where they go on the planet, everyone is like, I don't know where they're from. Yeah. It's confusing. They They could be from here or not. Yeah. They might be Israeli. You can't really tell. They might be Mexican. Yep. They might be Puerto Rican. They might just be Italian, Mm -hmm. like the southern part. Yep. It could be Filipino. Mm. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Not to butt. Uh, Another phrase I learned that you guys learned this weekend from our friend Drew was mud shark. Jesus Christ, what the fuck's that mean? <laughs> that is a phrase for a lady that likes the blacker gentlemen's. Okay. No, that's terrible. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not as racist that. as Drew is. <laughs> because I hear mud and I think poop. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a very bad phrase. No one should use. Outside Jeez. of the army. You know, that makes me feel like if that was all I knew about Drew, I'd be like, that guy sucks. But he's the best guy. All. He's the best guy. <laughs> he is the best guy. You know, like... Suck we went my to, dick if you disagree. <laughs> we went to the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest. We did. And I was like, geez, where is that fucking Drew Sample? I need to soak up some of that Drew Sample. Yeah. 
He is you know, a delight. Because you can just sit around that guy and yeah. feel better. <laughs> well, but he's saying racist things, too? Oh, wait a minute. It's in jest. What would we be saying? <laughs> uh, not, not, nothing, butter? <laughs> um, I have to say, I got to witness an argument between Drew and Alex. Nice. But separately. Mm. It was great. Um, I was walking through the festival and I happened to see Drew. I'm like, wherever Drew's going, I'm going to go there too. So I start talking to Drew and he's like, isn't that the attitude? Yeah. Wherever Drew goes. Yeah. That's where I'll be. So you're like, look at this Hagrid looking motherfucker. Drew's go like, find out if I'm a wizard or not. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's like, you know what, man? Fucking Alex. All my shits in his car. What a great start. to this. All my <laughs> snacks. And that motherfucker locked his car. Oh, my God. So rude. I can't get in his car. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Why is he locking his car? Like, he's no more than 200 feet away from his car at any point in time. Yeah. And his car is parked right next to all of Gretchen Whitmer's kidnappers. Yeah. <laughs> They're defending his car. Right. And he's in a place where property rights are generally respected. Exactly. Then, 20 minutes later, I find Alex. And I go, man, Drew was upset at you. And he's like, why? Because he wants to eat all my snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I go, what? And Alex is like, yeah, that motherfucker ate all my quest snacks. And I'm like, oh, I was totally on Drew's side <laughs> five minutes ago. But now I get it. So then I go see Drew again. And I go, hey, Drew, I ran into Alex. You're, you're, the, you're mediating this now, but I bet you're going to make it worse, maybe. <laughs> he's like, where is he? I need to get in his car. I go. So you can eat all his snacks? Nice. I go, he's not locking girl? his car to prevent other people from breaking into his car. He's locking his car to prevent you from breaking You're into his problem, car. You're the problem, Drew. You're the guy eating I, all the snacks that, that was yours. <laughs> such a delight for me to experience over the course of like an hour and a half. Just okay, these well, three different how did it con- How did it conclude? I don't know. Well, fucking let's get him on the phone. Well, I think that's why uh, Alex is moving to Colorado. Yeah. He's got to get out of Columbus so we can protect his snacks. So I, I totally understand where Alex is coming <laughs> from. At first, I'm like, man, yeah, Alex is being fucking lame. But no. I don't know. I love the idea of Alex buying snacks and then Drew eating them. <laughs> no, right. It's like a children's story. <laughs> man, I wish I had seen that. But I do have a... We... Huh? have an issue with alex alex would be so thoughtful too about the snacks you know like he's always putting such thought into his oh snacks. yeah he would give them away and drew would just eat them when he would be just as happy with a pop tart <laughs> like alex would probably say drew would you like a quest bar and drew would be like nah man i'm cool and then like five minutes later drew, would come and <laughs> drew smashes the window out <laughs> yeah. like a bear <laughs> <laughs> like a jolly stone bear Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, this house smelled like weed for days. It did. He <laughs> smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. They didn't even smoke in the house. Yeah, but it made it in. <laughs> that smell walked. I just kept making the joke. It smells like, stinks like weed in here. Wait, who's they? <laughs> uh, Nick and Drew. Nick is a guy. Nick was just foraging in our backyard eating whatever <laughs> he foraged. It was amazing. I love that. What did he eat? The 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 cone-shaped fuzzy Berries. things on the... I don't the, think it, that was like some there? sort of sumac. He told me no one knows what sumac. Sumac. Is. There's apparently a not. There's a poisonous sumac. Yeah, and then you must be good at foraging if you're willing to eat a sumac. Non-poisonous sumac. Apparently, 
uh, the one you can eat. Do you want I some? I guess so, yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't want get you some. You can make a tea out of I it. I don't trust this at all. <laughs> I don't, no. You're going to switch Sumax on me. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> how do you spell Sumax? I don't know. Mom, how do you spell Sumax? She knows. My mother knows. Um, Man, that must have been so fun. I mean, oh, I had a good time for sure where I was, but that would have been a hoot. We had a delightful weekend because, uh, yeah, it was everybody knows who's listening to the show. Everyone well, they, knows what? Yeah, that's what I said. What do they know? They know. They know what? They know. What do they know? Everybody knows. So I then was, we had a delightful uh, time. With I those don't. Three. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was doing some stuff around the house and I was listening to it. And at one point I go, holy shit, how long has Drew been talking? Oh Drew my God, so rude. Gave a speech that was so long. <laughs> and I don't remember anything that it was about. Well, we were all drinky and uh, having a delightful time, so we, none of us noticed, I don't think. Potential name for the show last week. I think we need to end this show because Drew's talking. <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. Either Drew or Alex. It was yeah. probably Alex. No, I think it was Drew. Was it? Oh. <laughs> but yeah, we had a great time after we did the show. That was like on Friday. And then we went out. Had a good time. And then Saturday, we, we gallivanted around uh, the woods. We went for a hike. Yeah, we went for a fucking hike. Clambered down. We, we scrabbled. Scr- scrabbled. We scrabbled Did down. A lot of rock scrabbling. A waterfall. For oh, fuck's nice. Sake. I saw you went to McConnell's Mills. Yeah, that's, that's the nice where the place. waterfall is. I was incredulous. Andrew's like, he's like, yeah, we'll just fucking fuck the trails. We'll just go down here. I remember Who doing this when I was a child. a fucking lame trail that a baby could walk on? And I was like, I watched these guys Are go you down. a baby? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I watched these guys go down there, and I'm like, fuck them. They're going to get stuck and have to come back up. So I'm just standing there. We all went down. And, and, and then and I saw Andrew. standing up on top of the hill. And I go, is he, yeah. not, is he just not going to engage and join? I was like, I don't want to hike if I can't do it my way. <laughs> I was in tennis shoes. We were all in tennis shoes. Yeah, I was afraid. I was in my Pumas that I've had for six years. <laughs> and I was like, well, if that fucking idiot that's never been outdoors can do it, maybe I, I can. I did fucking phenomenal. Yeah. If I was out, with was, Nick... I would do anything. Yeah. And he knows what's going on. Man, he was pointing out mushrooms and everything else that existed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we went down this little waterfall and over rocks and saw I saw millipedes, <laughs> which are cute compared to centipedes. Yeah. Centipedes are big and scary and bitey. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we walked around and saw McConnell's Mill. We actually went inside the mill. Oh yeah, which Finally. none of us have ever My been inside. Life, I never went inside the mill. So Nick, it was awesome. Nick, Nick got a treat there. Comes from Oregon, gets to Grain see a elevators, mill. man. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then we went down and just saw all of Pittsburgh. Yep. And some of Harmony. Oh Harmony yeah. Harmony Inn. Oh, oh we walked. All did you eat at the Harmony? Yeah, we yeah. ate at the Harmony. We ate Inn. there. We walked all over. Did you eat outside? Yep. A nice spot outside. With yeah. The fireplace. <sighs> I sacrificed myself, and I was the one person who took the seat in the sunlight. Yeah. Thank I you for that, because I would have been If Puke enraged. had taken that seat, he would have been so angry and so miserable. Yes. Um, as it was, I did get some uh, some hot Brussels sprouts dropped on my leg, though. <laughs> they could have used their tables or, like, this decorative, like, wrought iron, iron. iron with, like, holes all over it, right? Like, outdoor tables. Yeah. So your and Brussels Drew, sprouts can fall right through. Yeah, Drew dropped a hot Brussels sprout on my leg. Through the table. <laughs> it was we, hilarious. We ate at a wrought iron table last night, and I didn't love it. 
Mm. No, yeah, an no. umbrella. I, I like solid. And it was like black. Solid. I couldn't rest my arm on it because I was in the sunspot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we went and we saw. Well, it was kind of funny because we went where to Mount Washington. Oh, we had to go. <laughs> we had to go put an air conditioner in. And oh yeah, in uh, one of Andrew's places. Uh, but while we were there, Alex decided to break a light. So that was fun. <laughs> We tried. <laughs> what was the story with Alex peeing in the... Where, where was that? <laughs> what? Where, what was the story with Alex peeing? The picture of Alex peeing on Instagram. Oh! I don't know what's <laughs> happened. I don't know what's on Instagram. So we'll get there. I have no idea we'll what the story there. is. Yeah. Andrew oh, okay. doesn't do was social I there? media. Yeah. Oh. You were drunk too. Was I? Maybe. I didn't Probably get drunk not. on Saturday. Oh. I did win ping pong. Yeah. Oh, that's why. You weren't drinky. Uh, so we, we, went to, uh, we went to Andrew's place and... Alex saw a light bulb that wasn't turned on, so he decided it needed to be changed and just kind of like poked the fixture up at <laughs> the ceiling. And uh, he fixed it eventually. But it turns out it was just not on. So he didn't need to <laughs> I change said, Did the you try to switch first before you determined that it was broken? <laughs> uh, but we got that air conditioner installed. And uh, then we, we went and saw some of the worst parts of Pittsburgh. Like what? Well, we, we went up to Mount Washington, and Andrew's like, let's drive through some, through some shitholes. Oh, no, I went to the South Side Slopes. I wanted yeah, to show these gross. Ohio people what hills look like. Oh, like, it's so weird. The, I was in the oh, South yeah, Side Slopes hilly. last night, and you it's like a real wilderness in some spots of the yeah. South Side Slopes. Like, it's very unkept. Yeah. The grounds. Yep. And, like, ghetto-y. Yeah. But then some areas, it's like, oh, my God, all these homes are renovated, and they're, they yeah. have views. Super fancy. And then you just fall off a cliff, and that's called a road. Can you believe someone built a house here? Yeah. Let alone a thousand of them? There are places up by where I live, which is on the North Hills of Pittsburgh, the beginning of the North Hills. And uh, there are some roads that just have like these spectacular views and all the houses there are just shit. Hmm. Well, I found that's, out that's an opportunity. Near me, there's a house that I was so sure. I was like, there's no way anyone lives in that house. <laughs> that house is fucking terrifying. What's even more terrifying Somebody is I walked by it recently yeah. and there was a light on. Hmm. Ghosts? They have lights? Why would ghosts turn lights on? They're they're <laughs> oh, yeah. kind of like illuminated anyway. Yeah. But uh yeah, we we saw <sighs> South Side slopes and Mount Washington was cool okay. and then we went down to the Hmm? There was something in between there. Did you go to Grandview Park? Yeah, we went to Was the that Mount Washington? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Grandview Park is another place. No, 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 we didn't. No, that's over by the slopes. Yeah. It's spectacular. <clears throat> Oh, it is I don't know that I've been to Grandview by Park. It. Yeah, hmm. you got to go to Grandview Park. Okay. So is that, what kind of view does it have? It's... Is it grand? It's not as grand as it could be. What? There are Fuck. grander views. It's <laughs> really nice as the sun is setting and yeah. the lights in the city come on. It is... Gabrielle and I were there just last night. Ah, delightful. Yeah, so we went downtown and uh, we actually, on the way to all of these places, saw two houses Andrew wants to buy. And so we had to stop and look at fucking houses. Yep. <laughs> uh, two of them were pretty cool. We only looked at two. Two out of two? Yeah. Um, it's a pretty good batting average. Yeah. And then we, we went down and uh, went to Gooski's. Yeah, we did. Played ping pong. Looked at all the delightful uh, artwork on the walls. I was graffiti. accepted by the bartender at Gooski's. Oh, yeah. There was this uh, great... I did not look like I should be accepted, but I was accepted. Yeah, Andrew was dressed up fairly nice, so he said, I can't go in here. This is terrible. And uh, it turns out the super tattooed, like, punk bartenderess was uh, very chatty with all of us. So that was fun. Ah. She's probably just a good bartender. Ah. And, uh, yeah, we got uh, fucking wasted. Drew ordered a drink at one point, and it was just a full fucking glass of whiskey. 
Like, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, then at another point, um, I drank his whiskey when he wasn't looking because he was at the uh, jukebox, not drinking his whiskey. Yeah, we so were trying I, to leave. I drank it. And uh, we blamed it on Alex, though. Yeah. And uh, what's hilarious is because it turns out that Alex was uh, super drunk at one point. So we, we went into the parking garage downtown that we frequented many times. We park, and Alex just wanders over to some construction debris, which is like piles of pallets. And you he's mean just, like the Etaja yes. parking garage? Yeah. The, the what? Yeah. On Stanwick Street? Maybe. Like right fucking yeah. downtown? Etaja? At the... It's yeah. what our gym, the where, gym. The, where the Gold's gym used to be. Yeah, yeah. it's called Etija. Oh, no? yeah. I did notice those signs, <laughs> and I was like, I don't that. know what these. I, don't, I, don't, I see these signs, and I won't call it that. Etija, Etija, and it's uh, stage. But instead of the word stage, the S is an E. Oh, that is gay. Etage. So, so Ale- I, uh, yeah, I took a picture of Alex pissing on some stuff inside of a parking garage. He peed in the parking yeah. garage. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, you were parking or something at that time, or like Why you guys were still getting out because he had to pee. What else are you going to do in a parking garage? There's cameras in there. Probably. <laughs> There's sensors yeah. in every parking spot. Tell you if it's I full took, or not. I took a picture. Call Paul Weller. He still works there. Oh, yeah, Paul I Weller. can confirm that he might have pictures. Frontal <laughs> Alex peeing pictures. Frontal um, Alex peeing pictures. Yeah. And uh, so, so then we walked down to the point, which was uh, amazing because it was all lit up and very wet, though. Uh, where else did we go? We just kind of walked around. Walked through the cultural district. Yeah. Walked into the Mellon Park. Alex threw his pickle into the fountain. Oh, yeah. So I made him get his pickle out of the fountain. So we're after Gooskies. And at a certain point, we realized, like, poor Alex, Alex is so drunk. He we was very made, drunk. So I bought, we went I to bought snacks for him at 7-Eleven. And he wasn't he wasn't down for buying or eating that pickle, and he was making fun of Drew and stumbling about downtown. I bought him a pickle. I bought him some cheese snacks. <laughs> Pickle and cheese. And we're sitting. It was pickle, Picklesburg weekend. Yeah. Holy shit. We're sitting in like Highmark or whatever the fuck. Oh, Mellon Park. That's what you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're sitting Park in Mellon nice. Park, which has a beautiful Art Deco fountain. And at some point, you guys are like, eat your pickle, eat your pickle. And he chucks it into the fucking fountain. And then we yelled, get that fucking pickle. <laughs> it might be Picklesburg weekend, but you don't. That's why you don't throw don't out that pickle. Don't sully this fountain yeah. with your wrapped Wait, pickle. Wait, and he obeyed? <laughs> Because he, he threw the pickle it. because you guys are telling him to eat the pickle. Yeah, but then he went and got the pickle. He, he, like, changed so he, didn't, he didn't litter. He's like, this Pickles. is the action of a man who would buy things for a discount and then return them to Walmart and get paid <laughs> to return them. A pickle is not littering, though. A pickle is It was natural. wrapped. It was wrapped, so it was <gasps> littering. He threw a wrapped pickle yeah. in a fountain? And to be fair, he got it back. Yeah. Wrapper and all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was sealed. The pickle, pickle it came back here the next morning. I told him to eat his pickle. Was it still here somewhere? Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, so it turned out to be a hoot, and then it was great because we, we went back to the parking garage, and I paid, and it was just a retarded gaggle of people, and like Drew, Nick, and Alex didn't know what the fuck they were doing, so they were going to go over and go up eight flights of stairs, and we're yelling through the lobby because the we were taking the elevator. <laughs> it was very confusing. I was like, what are you guys doing? You're just like, I'm in the fucking parking garage. We should just let them go up the stairs and waited at the top. I thought that would have been funnier. I guess he had to be there. Brett's looking at me like, I don't fucking care what happened. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, uh, in a way, that sounds just like a wonderful time. It, it was, was a, great a fun weekend. time. Yeah. yeah. And what was Nick doing this whole time? What was he like? Uh, I think he was Nick just... kind of gets overshadowed by Drew's personality. Yeah. Yes. 
But I, like, I think when we were out in Nick Oregon with it. Nick, yeah. Drew is a lot of personality. Yeah. <laughs> like when we were out in Oregon with Nick, Nick really came through. Yeah. But when he's around Drew, Nick seems very quiet and sheepish. And relative to Drew, he is. Yes. Plus, they were both high as fuck, so I think that maybe yeah. doesn't help. I took a toke of pot. What? And then I went, wow. that was a mistake. I'm immediately going to bed, so I don't have to realize the results of that action. <laughs> did you do it, and did it work? I went to bed immediately, so I don't. I didn't give myself an opportunity for it to work. Immediately. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was a great weekend. I had a lot of fun. And then, uh, and then they had to leave Sunday morning. It was a bummer. So, um, but we watched a lot of Mr. Bean before they left. We did. <laughs> uh, however, something happened, mm. and Alex is a very thoughtful man. He likes to to bring gifts. He likes to to consider other people. Yes, he likes to do nice things. And I'm the one who can be completely retarded. <laughs> When it comes to very normal things that every human being knows about. Mm, okay. Like, I don't know what the fuck a sumac is. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, a parsimon. Persimmon. 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 See, You guys found persimmons? I have I no idea. Were, I thought I found persimmons. I could persimmons. see them every day, and I don't know. I wouldn't know. No one, in my mind, nobody has any clue what a persimmon is. At least that's what I think. Oh, these are definitely not persimmons. Okay. So, okay, so I'm right. No one knows what a persimmon yeah, is. Yeah, I didn't really remember. I knew nobody knew what a persimmon was. <laughs> anyway. Um but I love it when somebody else is super retarded about something <laughs> that I know about. Yeah. Okay. So Alex tries to make coffee for everybody. Which oh, is very yeah. thoughtful. Yeah. So he goes to our coffee maker, which is the simplest it's coffee a, maker. It's a very typical drip coffee maker. Yep. Doesn't need a paper filter, nothing. Mm -hmm. Has a screen filter. You put several scoops of coffee in it, and then you pour in some number of cups which are labeled on the pot. You fill the pot with water to the desired level of cups, yeah. and you pour it into the receptacle in the back of the coffee maker. Could not be simpler. I love it. I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. Fucking Alex just throws a pickle in it and hits go. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. So Alex is making us coffee, and I'm sitting there on the couch watching Mr. Bean probably. And I hear the occasional sizzle mm. over in the kitchen. Ooh. And it's time to go get coffee. But Alex forgot to put the pot on the heater. <laughs> nope. No. Because the coffee maker knows not to spit out coffee onto the plain plate. It's got to catch. Right? Some of them don't. When, when Some not, of yeah. them do not. This yeah, one yeah, does. This, one, okay. this one's pretty idiot proof. Yep. But not if your idiot is Alex. So, all of a sudden, I walk over to this coffee maker, and I see the pot is full of coffee. Like, we have made coffee. It holds 12 cups. We have exceeded 12 cups. You should be all set, then. <laughs> we should be all set. It should stop. Mm -hmm. Yet, it's still spewing out coffee, mm -hmm. and it's just spilling out over the top. <laughs> then you notice Alex on the counter, kneeling, peeing in it. <laughs> Just like he did in the Ataja parking garage. And, and it's, going, it's going all over the counter. Like there's coffee just going all over the counter. Grab a mug. Spilling over the edge. It's too late. And I pull the, the pot away, which usually stops the leaking of the coffee. Flow, yeah. The flow of coffee. I pull the pot away. It's still flowing. 
It's still flowing. I open the top. There is just a mountain of coffee grounds that went from a nice mountain in the filter to just spreading and overflowing. <laughs> like a volcano of very groundy coffee. <laughs> what so did he do? Not only did he overfill the filter with grounds. Yeah, he just so poured the it to the top. simply just... Didn't. Just went down into the coffee pot too. You got to leave room for the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to seep. So it all the grounds floated up and over, and they were not being filtered. They were just going into the coffee pot and onto the hot plate and, and on the, the counter. This would be terrible. Floor. And for whatever reason, he filled the pot, poured water into the water receptacle, then refilled the pot. Well, and continued to pour water into the water receptacle. You missed a step. He turned on the coffee maker first, uh-huh. then filled it with water. So the heater, oh, the right. heating yeah, element yeah. is just sitting there. He turned on the super hot. Then he dry. poured in the water, and it goes <laughs> all over the place. So this was the biggest coffee disaster yeah. I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. at a home coffee maker. Yeah, it was, let alone my home coffee no. maker. Right. And we berated him and, and all that. And we and cl- now we're making fun we of him on the up. show. We're yeah. making fun of him on the show now. <laughs> but just before the show tonight, we're making coffee. Oh. So I fill the grounds up to the appropriate level. Right. And there's three of us, and I want to make sure we all have enough coffee. So I fill the pot up with water to the appropriate level. I pour the water into the back of the receptacle there, mm-hmm. and uh, I hit go. You've done everything right. So I think. Okay. Yet, the coffee maker has these lights on it that tells you when it's making coffee. Or right? on or yeah. off. Yeah. And uh, the lights start flickering, and I hear like a switch going on and off, <laughs> as if I were hitting the button. And I go, that hmm. doesn't usually happen. It's that water that Alex poured in, getting into the electronics of the thing. Yeah. So this coffee maker, which in my mind was going to last forever, just like a 2001 CRV, mm. now seems to be dead. The CRV of coffee makers. Yep. When somebody <sighs> doesn't have a gentle touch like me <laughs> on their coffee maker, yeah, this is what happens. it will simply die. Mm-hmm. Now, see, if we'd been using my coffee maker, it has one of those separate clear big jugs that you put the water in, and you can tell when you fill that thing up, that's all you got to do. But Alex and that's went all back that and take. filled it more. Yeah, you can't fill mine more. If you fill it more, it's just going to come out the top. No, no, no. If, if you fill yours and yeah. it starts making coffee, and then you go and add additional water... Oh, he, he did it that's like halfway it, through the cycle? That's what had to have happened, yes. Oh, my God. I didn't realize. There's no way for this to have happened okay. otherwise. How obviously Alex is smart and very He's sweet. a chef. So he is In smart. <laughs> he is smart, number one. The first time Alex was ever on the show, we were in Crafton. The last hour of the show was you guys getting like food information from him. Hmm. So he is not only very bright. I think he knows his way around a kitchen. He I is thought he's not only br- very bright, but he is also like, um, you know, culinarily wise. So he and he's also very sweet. So this is not some kind of a prank that like he's a, doing. Like a sweet pickle, which oh, is secretly awful. Ooh, interesting. So he must have some kind of explanation for what has happened. He must have some kind of rationale here. Hmm. Well, too bad he's not here. No, but you must have, Andrew, you must have been yelling at him. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, so we, what, how did he defend himself? He just said he doesn't know how it works. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, doesn't he drink coffee? Puke? Apparently not. He drinks cold brew. Oh. Well, that's you like, live here like with him. He drinks cold brew. 
Yeah, Does but he, drink he must have to make it himself sometimes. I don't think Maybe so. And that starts with hot coffee. I don't think so. Because mm. you can just buy but it in a jug. I think he buys it in a jug. Wait a minute. Wait a <laughs> fucking minute. <laughs> when I left Pittsburgh last year, yeah. Alex was at my house for a while. Oh, no. How's your coffee, man? We have a pattern. Perhaps. Perhaps we have a pattern. I have a... Um, Percolator. Do you guys know what that is? Oh, yeah. I've used Percolator. Percolator makes nice, hot. Didn't Amy get it for strong. you? No, it's not that. That's a uh, Ninja coffee maker. That's oh, what um, I have. Yeah, I have that packed up away somewhere. Uh, Percolator is does not have... Here's what I like about it. And this is important, even though motherfuckers don't think so. If you use something every day, it is not good if it involves heating plastic <laughs> in something that you're going to consume. Mm. This is just a generally good rule of thumb. Is it okay once in a while to leave a soda in the car, have it reach 120 degrees, almost boil, cool off, and then drink it once in your lifetime? Sure, that's fine. But a coffee maker that has almost entirely all plastic parts mm. that are touching the very hot coffee is going to be leaching um, parts of that plastic, chemicals, into whatever you're drinking slowly over time. A percolator is entirely made of metal. It does not have one rubber or plastic part. Rubber would actually be fine. I call I'll drink this rubber. the vasloctomy. The vasloctomy? Mm-hmm. Where you slowly don't have the ability to make children anymore? Yes. By <laughs> drinking plastic. Yes. Okay. Slowly. Well, yeah. And it's cheaper. <laughs> right? And you get delicious coffee. Less painful. But a percolator... Costs about fifty bucks, maybe forty. I don't know. You can maybe get one really? cheaper than that. I, I feel like there's some cheap ones yeah, out there. Maybe yeah. Cheaper. Mine was. I bought it at get a fancy Bed one. Bath and Beyond. There's your problem. It was one of the only things, but I needed it that day mm. because it was right when I moved to Pittsburgh and I didn't have any of my stuff yet. So, but I needed to make coffee. So I went and I bought this percolator. All metal parts, shiny, silver, lovely. When I'm leaving Pittsburgh, Alex asks, I think, if he could have it. Or take it, or okay. so I don't remember all the details. So he has had this percolator for a good year. I get it back from him because he doesn't want to bring it to Denver. Okay, you know he's doing cold brew now. Hmm. Yeah. So um, I go to make coffee in it. First time's fine. Hmm. Second time's fine. Third time, coffee is filled with grounds. Hmm. Something is amiss. Now, could young Alex have been poking holes? in the container where the grounds go? Because it's not even a screen. It just has these little holes that doesn't let the grounds go through. Yeah, it's like little little tiny. Yeah, it's not like a screen. It's a perforated metal surface. I think this is unlikely. I, there's no explanation for why Alex would do that, and I don't believe that he would. I don't believe that he would. Well, does your little ground holder thing have holes in it now? It has holes, but it comes with holes because that's how the water gets mm. through. It's does it have bigger holes? That I don't know, oh, but here's why what it actually is. called a ground is. holder. <laughs> Alex is one possible answer because of his treatment of your coffee maker. Mm. People have weird things that they do. Mm. People have weird things that they do, right? Some people like to... I mean, I'm the one who doesn't know how to do these simple <laughs> things. I know, but there are people who like to... It's not like a fetish, oh, yeah. but it is like a psychological thing. They like to make little disasters. They fiddle... Or, yeah, and then hmm. like kind of step away and watch people react. It's kind of like arson. It's kind of like arson without you having to go to jail. Hmm. So, are we all? Uh, <laughs> I'm are just, we all Alex's fools? <clears throat> I don't think so. 
Because I understand the mentality of this, just having no fucking idea how this simple thing functions or works and just not just feeling so alien to this world because I'm the one that usually... And also assuming that you know how it works and not asking. Right. Hmm. I'm usually the one that just has no idea. But my default is to go, oh, I don't know anything about that. I'm going to stay the fuck away. Yeah. Alex is too smart for that. You saying Alex Alex is smarter than me? I'm saying Alex knows how to make coffee. In uh, any kind of coffee maker. Does he? <laughs> yes. Oh. He does. So yeah. we need to talk about maybe he's got some kind of a thing. Maybe he's uh, doing these little covert mini disaster creations. Hmm. Well, he's he, got a mental disability that's akin to mine. He wants to be talked about in a setting mm. like this. Oh. What, do you, what does everybody think of Alex? That could be the case. But... That's an escalation from where this starts, which is you don't want to get caught. You don't and want to know you did the thing. Because it's like, what do you guys think of Bill the arsonist? That's never what Bill mm. wants. Maybe that's why he likes to move all the shit around on my desk when I'm in California and in the studio. Put and shit. And then never put it back. Under your desk. And what yeah. are we doing it right now? He, he took stuff off your desk and put it under your desk. Yeah. And I said, Alex, you got to put that stuff back. He never did. But what's happening right now? Mm. We're all fucking talking about Alex. Mm. The funny thing is, he'll never listen to this because he's not on this episode. (laughs) Great! Shit, I just did that whole thing thinking that he would. (laughs) But he won't. Not a true fan, huh? He's playing us all. Mm. Yeah. Uh, So the truth is, with the percolator and the coffee, it's because Trader Joe's grinds their coffee finer. So that's why it's coming through. Oh. It's not Alex. Did you get like uh, an espresso ground? No, just Versus regular uh, like regular dark roast. Hmm. I got a dark and a medium. Well, that's your problem. Trader Joe's is the devil. You got to get good old-fashioned. <clears throat> the fuck do you buy that's cheap shit? Conspiracy. Trader Joe's conspiracy. But, they ground their coffee finer so they can sell you eight fluid ounces at the same price that they were selling you eight weight ounces before. Hmm. They do want to give you less and charge you less and say, look at what a deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trick. Is the bag mostly like air? Um, I bet you weight wise, it's way lighter mm. than everything comparable from anywhere else mm. for the same price. <laughs> what's, what's that? Look and I thought face? it was the greatest place to shop ever. Uh. Yeah. Trader Joe's. More like Traitor Joe's. Yeah. More like Tricker Joe's. <laughs> tra- traitor. Traitor Joe's. <laughs> All right, I'll write it down. Thank you. T R A. Okay. <laughs> two T's. No. Well, yeah, yes, in total. Uh-huh. Yeah. More than Trader. Not Tratter Joe's. Tractor Joe's. You don't want to get your food there. <laughs> or do you? Chat, what good are you if you just fucking sit there and don't chat? But thanks, Puke's mom, for spelling sumac. Oh, nice. Thanks. Oh, nice. How do you spell it? S-U-M-A-C. Hmm. Uh, okay. Um, just the way it's s- pronounced. Yeah, but it can be spelled several ways the way it's pronounced. Yeah. Like S-U-E-M-A-C-K? Yeah. yeah. There could be Ks. There could be yeah. no Ks. There could be Cs. Could be there a could Q. be no Cs. What if there's Q in there? <sighs> well, we fucking really did it all, huh? Yeah. I mean, this has been a really good show. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And now Andrew's adding to the journal. Man, you got to get a better notebook for these title names. I had a lot of... I love this notebook. (laughs) Yeah. You, I mean, you inspired me, Pew, because I was uh, standing mm-hmm. almost like right next to a Rite Aid today, and I was like, I should go in there and look at notebooks. Oh, yeah. I want a big journal. I have uh, all these uh, high-performance habits journals that I found somewhere in my travels uh, that Andrew gave me. We just kind of unloaded. He's like, you are the garbage. Pick. <laughs> so, <laughs> you want more? <laughs> no, I have I got more journals besides those ones that, that you're not you. using. Oh, you're yeah, making fun of me? I'm done using journals. I'm done. I'm actually done doing a lot of things that I've uh, been trying to oh, do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, because all that stuff ebb and flows. And I think it simpl- simplification is needed now. Like, uh, so I'm going to be simplifying. Mm. Here's what you do here's the way to simplify just get an assistant that over the course of several years, their brain has morphed into yours. And now you have to report everything going on to them and yep. you're accountable to them. Yep. That's great. That's a great idea. Mm. Um, You guys ever have a birthday? Yeah. Oh, not yet. I had one this month. Puke has one next month. Yep. Andrew had one <gasps> Wednesday. Puke, your birthday's a month from today. Ah! Wait, is nope. that? Nope. No, it's, what's I mean, today? The 27th? I guess it depends on how uh, how many days are in this <laughs> yeah. month. I guess it depends a month on, from tomorrow. on what you consider a month. <laughs> a month from tomorrow. So I had a birthday and I don't like that I even have a birthday. Because <laughs> I've never really had a good birthday. Yeah. You just keep getting older. Well, that and every birthday has been shitty. Oh. In some way. Because you make it that way? Because <laughs> you're at, a at grumpy a old... Point, at a certain point, I started manifesting shitty birthdays. Oh. But it wasn't based on nothing. It was based on a childhood of shitty birthdays. Mm, yeah. It was based on a childhood of, oh, you have a cousin that's five years younger than you that was born on the same day, oh, and now it's her bitch. birthday. So by age five, I lost my birthday. Mm, by age seven, I realized her birthday is more important than my birthday. By age nine, I realized my birthday is just about me being guilted to write thank you cards for shit I didn't <laughs> ask for in the first place. And that continued. On. Which one of your parents made you write thank you cards? Who do you think? Neither. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, the mom. Your grandma. No. The mom. The mom was all about guilting. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so she had never written a thank you card in her life, but Andrew's going to write them. She's Jewish. Yep. <clears throat> she guilts. So um, let's fast forward to adulthood. Mm-hmm. I start this little joke in my mind to try and bring some happiness and joy to my birthday by never by really letting people. people know <laughs> which day it really is. Yeah. So I went for years, decades, Yeah. by... Like significant others going, what's your birthday? The 26th? And I go, yeah, sure. <laughs> and they go, no, it's the 25th. And I go, if you say so. Mm-hmm. And they never really know. Mm-hmm. And I just I just keep that going. Yeah. And they never really know. And then it's some weird little power I get to hold over them. Like, oh, you don't even know my birthday. What a fucking asshole you are. <laughs> so there's that. Where did you learn how to kill people like this? <laughs> I know, right? So there's that aspect. But then other people ask, and they know roughly when it is, and mm-hmm. I just don't ever admit to which day it is. And now that to the, evolved into to now a point, Andrew doesn't know. Yes, <laughs> and it evolved. Well, it, it basically, like my birthday happens, and I don't even realize it's my birthday when I wake up, and that's fine. And I'd prefer it that way. Like I wish it would just come and go, and I wouldn't know. Mm. Um, however, my mom does know what day it is, but she forgot what year it was. 
<laughs> so that's great. And that's my favorite thing about my birthday. She doesn't have a little like file cabinet at the house birth with, certificate? Your, with your birth certificate and your allergies in it? No. I didn't have a social security number until I was 16. I forced my parents to give me a social security number so I could get a goddamn license. How did you not have a social security number? <laughs> because that's when I was they born, they said, hey, Warren, do you want to fill out this paper so your kid can have a government registered number? And he goes, no. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> And then I turned 16 and I went, I need a license. They told me I need a social security number Shit. to get a license. If you had just figured Warren, out a couple of what things. what the fuck? You could have been a fucking sovereign citizen. I know. <laughs> I was for the first 16 years of my that life. That is amazing. Then if you get pulled over, you just go, I don't understand. You didn't spell my name in all caps. <laughs> yeah, you didn't spell <laughs> my name in all caps. Or you did spell it in all caps. This, I don't know. This vehicle is a conveyance. <laughs> yeah. And yes. This is commercial. Mm-hmm. Yes. International. I am an entity. This and so is my CRV. Your jurisdiction is only over the Navy in the international waters. Right. Does your flag have little yellow tassels? Have you ever heard of the Moors? Right? That's a thing, right? I I don't know at all. Sure. Um, so anyway. It is now. Uh, yeah. So there's been good and bad mm. about the birthday. Like I was taken out for a really, really nice, probably the most expensive meal I've ever had in my life. What that does that great. include? What did you eat? I had... A bacon-wrapped filet with king crab. What? Crab? You, you ate, ate crab? crab? Oh, yeah, it was great. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. Um, so that was great. Hmm. And I was at a very highfalutin place. Everyone there was like an old white man or a black stealer. Was a good portion of this bill alcohol? Um. Yeah, I had a martini and then one or two bourbons. Nice. Yeah. Andrew drank a martini. I love martinis. What? I love martinis. You just don't like paying for them? I don't, I don't go to places where it would look right if I were drinking mm. a martini. You don't go to Gooskies for a martini? Right. We should try that next time. See what <laughs> happens. <laughs> so, anyway, that was the good part. The At Gooskies, they just take the the thing of all the jar of olives and pour whiskey into it and say, "Here you go." The That's bad part about the birthday is like the whole fucking day. I'm mm. just getting happy birthday texts. Ah. now I'm obligated to like say, yeah to say thank thanks. you yeah. Mm. And beyond that, I get mail at my mom's house, so now I'm getting phone calls from my mom saying. I need to take you out for your birthday. And I go, why don't you just pay me the money you owe me for me buying you a fucking water heater? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, I'd rather you not spend 50 bucks on dinner and just give me 50 bucks for the water heater I bought you a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And she How'd goes, that go? but I want to take you out. And I go, I don't have time. And she goes, oh, by the way, your aunt, and I get mail at her house. Mm-hmm. Your aunt and uncle sent you a birthday card. You better thank them. I go, <laughs> I haven't seen the birthday card. I haven't received the birthday card yet. This is just you telling a story, as far as I know. I'll get it when I get it, and if I want to thank them, I'll thank them. Yeah. And she's like, no, you need to thank them today, because it's your birthday. Mm. And I go, I I hate that I have a birthday, because it's just a bunch of obligations. I didn't ask for that card. Right. (laughs) I'd rather not get the card. I'd rather everyone forget that I have a birthday. I'd rather everyone just assume that I've turned 74 several years ago, (laughs) and that's it. Can we go back to ragging on Alex? Okay. 
He sent out a oh, group. Oh, Jesus Christ. A group text. He gave it away oh. to all the friends. Yeah. And actually, Brett, your fucking girlfriend figured out what day my birthday was somehow when no one else had any clue. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how she figured Sleuth it out. Sleuth. But she figured thing. it out. I told her I think it was around the then. Like, it was either the 25th or the 26th. Well, several days before it, you said happy birthday, and I said, thanks. But I was kidding. Oh. Because you wrote know. to me on August 5th and went, happy birthday. <laughs> and I went, that very clever. And you went, what? I was Shit, so it's confused. not today? I was so confused. No, it was August 6th. Oh. So you're real close. Okay. Well, anyway. But um, then you, yeah, I did the same. But I know when <laughs> it is. It's either the 25th or the 26th. But See, I think it's the 25th. But I, it is the 25th. Uh, Tommy Heinsohn is the 26th. Yeah. Now we know because yeah. of your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Because she got it right. Mm-hmm. She started sending the texts. Mm-hmm. I had to say thank you. Fine. That was nice Well, she didn't her. start the group text. No. No, that was Alex. Yeah. Alex sends a group text, including like six people on this text. Right. So I get a notification. Hey, you got a text. Happy birthday. Oh, that thanks, Alex. That's nice. That wasn't the end of it. Mm-hmm. There was more. Then there's just a barrage and then fucking infighting and arguing in this group. T- and at a certain point, <laughs> I just went, I hate it. I Greatest hate it. birthday I had- gift ever. This is the worst birthday. Oh. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> And uh, I stopped getting the group text notifications, and it started sending me everyone's messages individually. <laughs> oh, great. So that's even worse. Yeah, delightful. But I couldn't see them. It just said MMS, unable to download. <laughs> so it was like real frustrating, <laughs> and I felt very excluded. Look what you did, Alex. You're missing nothing. Yeah, I believe you. I Well, uh, Gabriella told me about it. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I saw the beginning of it. How I do I erase first- this from the planet? Your birthday? Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew not to write anything in there. I was like, this is just, uh, you wouldn't want me to do this? Yeah, my real friends, Puke and Brett, but I, said nothing. Yeah, well, oh, I called that, you. That's not true. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I, I made sure I had some other reason yeah. to oh, talk yeah. to you. I saw you in the morning and said, hey, way to be born. And then I forgot. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And I said, how do you know it's today? And you said, it's in my calendar. And I said, how do you know your calendar's right? I was like, I don't know. And I went, this ruse is over. <laughs> yeah. Bruce is fucking over. August 25th. Time for new friends. Mark your calendars. <laughs> and leave Andrew alone on that day. Yeah. yeah. Put on your calendar. Don't fucking talk to Please, Andrew Please, I got today. enough going on. No, oh, that was a horrible day, too, by the way. <laughs> it was terrible. Not only were I getting these messages and these guilt trips and these t- fucking <laughs> group messages and all that, yeah. but Puke and I go to the gym. As soon as we walk in, it starts pouring down rain, and I go, whew. Lucky for us, it was my birthday, and we walked in before the rain started. It was a lot of rain. Little did we know. All the lights go off. Happy we would... birthday, oh, dear Andrew. <laughs> oh, I have to say, at the restaurant we went to, it was informed to the waitress that it was my birthday, and then oh, I, no. I had just a moment of pure dread. I thought there'd be a fucking parade and like something on fire, like candles, <laughs> sparklers, and a chant or a song. No. The waitress came out and she gave us a dessert nah, there you go. for free. Uh-huh. And she had a thing that she just started pouring on the dessert. Was it strawberry? It lit the ice cream on fire. What? The ice cream was on fire. Oh, okay. That this made no cool. sense to me. Some kind of liqueur. The ice cream was flaming. It's called gasoline. <laughs> for quite a while. And it still remained ice cream. Hmm. Yeah, because the heat, the heat goes gone. up. Yeah. Hmm. But, uh, well, you know about fried ice cream, right? Nope. Oh. You freeze the ice cream real solid. You put it, you put a breading on it or something, some kind of coating, and you dunk it in the fry later. Just for mm-hmm. like, I don't know, 
A second. Ten, ten seconds, something like that, maybe mm. less. Fried ice cream. It's a Chinese thing. Of course they would fry their ice cream. Yeah. It's a Chinese-American thing. It's a Chinese thing designed to kill Americans, if you can imagine <laughs> such a thing. But what made Wednesday awful, though, was mm-hmm. after this entire day of nothing but disappointment, mm-hmm. with one little bit of luck walking into the gym before the rain started, we had to walk out in the torrential downpour, get in the car, and I go, geez, when we get home, we're going to make some dinner, and we're going to watch a movie. Yeah. We get home, fucking power's out. Yeah. Goddamn power's out. So I go, fuck, is it out in downtown Butler? Because we could at least go to dinner there. It appeared to be out in downtown Butler. So we yeah. drive to Shakora, because that's the next closest restaurant, different oh, town. Yeah, it's a bit of a way. Power's out there, too. Yeah. Power's out there, too. Could you get to a Sheets? We drove to Katanning. Holy where shit. Where the Mothman Prophecies was filmed. Yeah. We eat dinner there. It was okay. It was okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, you know what's a good bar? When the men's bathroom sink is just out of order. <laughs> so there's just it was. piss everywhere. On everything. Mm. Possibly poop. Because no one's washing their hands. Well, they can't. I had a birthday too this month. How was that? Nobody cared. It was oh. lovely. Happy birthday. We found we, we went to this place called Spork Pit. <laughs> Gabriella, young Alex, who made no mischief that mm. I know of. Well, that's good. We had a delightful dinner. We I mean, we drove around. We went back to her house. There were gifts. It was lovely. It was lovely. And, uh, you know, did more of a celebration back home. Just a little bit, because it, it was kind of like long past by then, but. Yeah, we had a kind of a joint birthday party for everybody on August 17th. So that was nice. Hmm. I have to say, I got to spend some more time with Gabriella, and I've reached a level of comfort with her where I have no hesitation giving her shit, but it's all in very good fun, and I hope she's okay with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Maybe. Well. She met Roman Polanski. He's kind of a shit giver. <laughs> He's kind of a shit giver. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, well, what a show! I mean, it's yeah. even better than when I said it uh, 17 minutes ago. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, I got a piece, so this counts as a show. You a bad bitch, and it's your birthday. Wrong here, fuck it up in the worst way. You a bad bitch, and it's your birthday. Wrong here, fuck it up in the worst way. Come on, one time for the birthday, bitch. Two time for the birthday, bitch. Three time for the birthday, bitch. Fuck it up if it's your birthday, bitch. Testing one, two, three. This is Brett. I'm currently making almond butter in my mouth. Do you want some? We need Russian characters. What is he? Some sort of wizard? Five. Okay. Five. Four. Five. <laughs> four. Three. Four. This is how I'm going to help puke do this. This is how you negatives. count. Yeah, my reps. Five. Bitch. Five. Four. Four. Five. Three. Six. I think I should just mute every individual that I'm connected to on Facebook. Yeah. Because I opened Facebook. What about me? Oh, you've been muted long ago. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, I open Facebook and I'm so used to just scrolling through and seeing houses, uh, Airbnb, Facebook groups, shit like that. 
motorcycles crashing. Yeah, yeah. All this stuff. And then like these videos will play where it's like cute dogs doing cute things or cats falling off stuff. I love it. And then there's also these videos that play like people fucking up and then Steve Harvey reacting. Okay. I don't I don't know why. But I love that Steve Harvey's reacting to these videos. Does he say anything or just make a face? I don't know. It's always on mute. He just makes it. So for me, shit. it's just a face. But I just opened Facebook and I see that I have a friend Uh-oh. that just shared a YouTube video. I'm not going to watch it, but it just says millions of tenants at risk as federal eviction ban ends. All right. That person's muted forever. <laughs> Fucking people. Unfollow. Uh. Never had to worry about that again. No. Everybody's unfollowed. I don't think I follow. That That was probably the last individual I followed. <laughs>